Cleveland Moto Podcast. Yay! And they're off. And I've got Stro, Overproof Rum, and Ginger Ale. And that's the sound of that. That's it's pretty, pretty fantastic. good. Yeah. yeah. I had one of, uh, Mecklefresh brought one of the Bud Light, um, you brought the Bud Light Fruit Flavored Pack? Yeah, it's Bud Light Lime, Bud Light Lemonade, and you had. I had the orange. I fucking do not recommend. Uh, That is one star. It's not no Natterdays. Fuck no, it's not Natterdays. Natterdays tastes like it had an intention. Natterdays tastes like there was a project involved. We said, okay, we're going to have a a beer with lemonade and strawberry in it, like strawberry lemonade in the Natterdays beer. It's great. That tasted like I had been drinking a Bud Light, which I would never do anyway, but then somebody walked by and was like, oh, I'm going to dump half of this Fanta in there. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. yeah. The Bud Light Lime is pretty fantastic. Lime's it's, hard to mess around it's with. It's beer with some lime in it. Yeah. It's not. Which is pretty there's great. No, there's not the sugar. And I, I like how everybody's to... doing the tall, thin cans now, just like the Virginia Slim cigarettes. There's a lot of like, you know, <laughs> you know. The 120s. I want to be, I want to be tall and thin, so I'm going to drink beer that's tall and thin. In all fairness, this was all bought for my wife. Yeah. Who likes it. And I was like, well, there's a varietal pack. It's the white cloth phenomena. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it goes back to the Zima thing. It's just the packaging well, is like, oh, look, I'm drinking this tall, skinny beer i'm going to be a tall skinny person no you're not brunhilda hang out hang it out i need a beer that's fine. like this tall and about this way yeah <laughs> like I a, think, soup, I think like a, a tuna can yeah i think even a regular <laughs> bill tab on the side a beer yeah. can would be smaller than me right <laughs> yeah. and uh, so yeah so here we are this is a podcast we're having yet another podcast in the time of corona crazy. Uh, major surge going on so you'll see there's a lot of distance between all the socialites here you should be playing danger zone Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> Danger Zone is I'm going to be officiating at a wedding on Saturday. Ooh. So I'm officiating. I'm going to bust out my clergy robes, and I'll be uh, helping a friend of mine. What church are you with? I'm actually with the Church of Satan. Okay. So I am. Uh, and so I figured I'm, it was something interesting. Well, I did my normal ordination through the Universal Life Church, as you do, because really they do have it nailed down. Like nobody's better at getting you ordained and doing it somewhat correctly than the church, Universal Life Church. And you can actually pay the extra money and then be legal in your state to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whereas Church of Satan is more like an idea that, yeah, Church of Satan, you say that and people get all like, ah! you know, ah! you know, whatever. But no, if you read their shit, they're actually just like, we don't believe in organized participatory religion. We believe that religion should be something that you construct for yourself, where you are the center of your given universe and that you basically do things and there's magic in the world that you can conjure up to help you do the shit you do using your own magic, whatever that magic might be. Uh, but you have to admit, the baby broil in October is awesome. Yes. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. And again, <laughs> so tender. The church, yeah, church of <laughs> Satan is kind of funny if you look into it. <laughs> it's, it's hard for persons who are a bit... If you're a bit anarchistic mm-hmm. and if you're a bit anti-organized religion in general, which I am because I went to Christian school, mm. uh, yeah, you, Church of Satan makes a whole lot of sense. So you start looking at it and you're like, oh, I get it. These guys are playing off a system that is designed to help people be tax exempt so, or designed mm-hmm. to people loophole. No, I was yeah. saying, so you're with the Church of Satan? Yeah, absolutely. So that's like, you're Catholic? 
Yeah. <laughs> no, far less evil. Oh. Yeah. Far less evil than the Catholics. Yeah, they yeah. don't. The Church of Satan has no catacombs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been accused of touching any boys whatsoever. No Spanish yeah, Inquisition. I'm, I'm John McAfresh. I don't support this message, but I. <laughs> exactly. And there you go. So I'm doing this uh, ceremony. And, you know, it's not like I'm going to be wearing red and black robes and, you know, burning sulfur and shit, spitting blood. No, that's not what it is. Um, The views and opinions of this host do not necessarily resent Mr. John. Right, exactly. And on behalf of John, a good church-going man. In all fairness, I'm sure there's a lot of times everybody would like to separate themselves from my opinion, too. But hey. And that's also, yeah, that that could happen. And so it's a funny thing. So we spoke today, and I kind of went over what my ceremony was going to be. And so my idea for the ceremony and stuff. And I think it was funny because my friend was like, oh, that's fucking awesome, man. Everything about that's great. And I was like, yeah, it's cool. And I was like, and he goes, so you're not doing anything like weird. No, dude, this is your fucking wedding. This is your wife. Like her family's going to be there. I'm not going to get, we're not getting weird. And so at the very end, I kind of read everything I had prepared. And he's like, oh, that's brilliant. That's really nice. That's beautiful. And I said, thank you. And he got the names of the kids and how they wanted to be announced and everything. Do, you know, do the ceremony proud. And I said, so at the very end, is it okay if we just go Hail Zombo? Hail Zombo. <laughs> and the funny thing is, you know, we do Theater Bazaar. And yeah. the patron saint of Theater Bazaar is this, you know, seven-foot-tall clown named Zombo. And he's sort of the saint of Theater Bazaar. And he's a, he's a jokester. He's a, he's a clown, right? And he's, if anything, he's our spiritual guide on for people who do the theater bizarre thing. And I was like, so if I say Hail Zombo, there's only going to be like six people in the entire group that get the joke. And he goes, yeah, but they'll really get the joke. (laughs) And he's like, so that's worth it. So at the end, you can do the little Hail Zombo at the end. And And that's what's going to keep a marriage together, too. And, you know, that's the weird thing is when I do this wedding ceremony for them on Saturday and we're standing there and there's the three of us together... It will be the least makeup that any of us have worn ever <laughs> than we've been three people that close to each other because with the events we normally do are extremely made up. You know, they're extremely... Like, Joe is normally done in full Joker makeup, like various different oh, versions. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my. Well, yeah. shit. Yeah, I know, right? So, yeah. I still want to know if I... If he... Did he... He didn't grow up in Euclid, right? No. No, he didn't. He's a West okay. Sider. Yeah. But he does have hangashes over there, so there are some yeah, hangashes. I was friends yeah. with all the hangashes on, on uh, Parkwood. So, so tonight, to my left, is normally Oscar. But Oscar's not here tonight because he's doing something better. Sniffing but he was around. here. And we met her bit. earlier. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Oscar brought his friend uh, Sarah out, and Sarah made these ridiculous cookies. And we took a picture of it for the show notes. But, like, yeah, there's a red Vespa and a Vespa cookie there. And then... Uh, they got the Cleveland Moto podcast logo. Wow. And she made all these by hand and brought them out. Here's an awesome Rebel Alliance yeah. cookie. D- does she say how she does the inking? Or the like fucking a, no. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is, she just took a Sharpie and just wrote on some cookies. <laughs> but look at how fucking good that yeah, is. Yeah, but even That's if she, fantastic. I, I couldn't Sharpie that well. Oh, no shit. Look at this Lambretta one. This Lambretta one's like yeah. on point. Like, that's fucking great. There's so, got to be some kind of shenanigans to this. They're, I ate one. They're delicious. No, but it has to be like a cookie printer. What? That's what I said. They come out of a cookie printer, and she <laughs> said they have such printer. a thing, but she didn't use it. So I don't know. But this thing is brilliant. Yeah. I mean, yeah, look at that. That's Greg. Yeah. yeah, look at that. That's brilliant. That is fucking cool. So, I yeah, still I'm want eat the that. food replicator from Star Trek. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what a, I like the one from uh, 
uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide. Oh, yeah. You just put your face into it, and it tells you what you're craving. <laughs> or if, if you have kids, some of you might have seen A Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Uh-huh. Dude, that movie's fucking hilarious. This dude invents a machine that's supposed to take water and make it into food, but it somehow goes up into the space, and then oh. it's sucking all the clouds, and it's oh, yeah. just spitting food out. Okay. It's fucking right. brilliant. That's man. pretty good. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so we got that. So, two Oscars left. Dan Crockey and I've been a pastafarian for 15 years. Exactly, <laughs> right. Have you heard the good news of the f- invisible flying spaghetti monster? The flying monster. spaghetti monster. <laughs> Boiled for your sins. Yes. May his noodly appendage touch you. Yeah. <laughs> may you be touched by his noodly, noodly appendage. appendage. May sauce be upon you. Ramen. 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 Anybody else do Church of the Subgenius, Bob Dobbs? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that yeah. started here, right? Yeah. And now he's in Texas. He's in he's Texas. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan of all the fake religions. Yeah, me yeah. too. <laughs> no, no, Pastafarianism is a recognized It's recognized. It is. Real religion. And Church of Satan is as well. So that's Do you have like, your colander? I left it at home to okay. ceremonial calendar. <laughs> I can't find a DOT approved calendar. Game. I know. Oh. I know. Oh. Man. That was, you almost led me into trying to say I'm a fan of the real religions, but oh, you know where that comes from. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, again, no Pastafarians ever traded a Kit Kat for oral in confession. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know that was brutal. <laughs> you guys know the joke, right? <laughs> no, oh, the joke funny. is little Timmy comes out of confession and goes, oh, man, I got, man, man, 47 Hail Marys, 13 Our Fathers, just for masturbation. Father Thomas is fucking, he's vicious, man. That's ridiculous. Just for masturbation? Who doesn't masturbate? Oh, yeah, well, I went in there. I got 44 Hail Marys. I got... 35 Our Fathers, and I had to light two candles. So, Father Thomas, man, just for oral. Bobby, what does Father Thomas give you for oral? Oh, Kit Kat bar. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It's another joke poorly told by your Uncle Phil. Well, we don't have a Chris Smith. So oh, so that counts. That counts. Yeah. That counts. It's our official night. Cleveland Moto joke. Yeah, the dad joke of the day. Yeah. All right. Oh, 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 dad joke. <laughs> There's the half Nelson. Right. The full Nelson and, and the, the father, father Nelson. Nelson. <laughs> the father Nelson. Yeah. I mean, I was, I'll heap on you. What the heck? Yeah, that's fine. Like that's great. Well, I'm actually, you better go to confession, bro. I attend Catholic services, but I'm a Protestant. So. Oh, you're a Protestant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's I'm it. In protest. That's it. Hey, man. You know, whatever book you like. That's what I think. Yeah. You know, it's no yeah. big deal. Same book, different interpretation. <laughs> So, um, for you guys who are Star Wars fans, if you're a Star Wars fan, you're going to love this. So, so we're watching some of the Star Wars stuff. My wife is big into Star Wars. And so, we're kind of looking at some of the stuff about, like, the Jedi Order and the Jedis as a religion. And we kind of looked up and we were like, well, okay, well, what is the Jedi religion? Like, do the Jedis have a Bible? Do the Jedis have a code? Do the Jedis have a religion, so to speak? And... Sure enough, there's a Jedi mm-hmm. prayer. There's Jedi prayers and everything else. And so, but my wife is super spiritual. So she does a lot of stuff. She did a lot of stuff, the Kashmir Shabbism. Well, thank your wife, too, for the stretching thing she told me about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My wife better. is. My, oh, and you did is, that. Well, she, whatever she told me, I did. Right on. It worked really well. You can't go so wrong listening to Dr. Waters. It, so. So, so you, got, I, you finally got the big one in? <laughs> you got the big one in. No, she was telling me 
Oh, yeah. Well, so I'm reading the Jedi's prayer and stuff like that. And I'm reading the Jedi prayer and I start reading it and she starts, she's like, wait, I know this. And so she starts reciting and she's like, how the fuck do you know the Jedi prayer? I'm the one in the goddamn Jedi Knight scooter club. I'm the one that should know this shit. Right. And she goes, no, that's St. Francis of Assisi. She goes, they just totally stole that shit and changed a few words in it. And I was like, oh, man. So my wife totally cracked the code on the whole Jedi thing. It wasn't like this last Star Wars movie, like one where they actually acknowledged the fact that it was a religion? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, it wasn't I'm a part of a force. I'm a part of the force, and the force is a part of me. Yeah, right, you know? right, 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 right. That's it. Yep. So, I you think know. that's like a universal consciousness type concept. It is. Yeah. And it is. And that's like be the change you want to see the world, right? Yeah. That's, that's what we can ask for. And, of course, Daniel brought... Another bottle of my favorite, because of Daniel, I've learned about more than one new liquor, of course, in my world because of Dan. But Dan has this bourbon, okay? This, tell us a little bit more about this, because this truly is a gem. I mean, it's, it's like a 101 proof private stock. Sure. I love the bottle because it's a screw top. It's not the stupid cork. Like a working man's bourbon should be. <laughs> and, I mean, it's it's hard to find. Even in Chicago, it's usually a one-bottle limit. But, and it's uh, called? Johnny Drum. Johnny Drum. D-R-U-M. And don't even bother looking for it because I already no. bought the last bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you fucking are. I don't care if you're in Coos Bay, Oregon. He bought the last bottle. Yeah, he's already got the last bottle. So we had a bottle that has been hiding here at the shop since last time you brought it, and I've been taking a pull off of it every so often. That's why it's, you know, the angel's share has taken a hit. 9 a.m., yeah. 10 a.m. Yeah, it does happen, right? The Stroh, by the way, the Stroh is one of those things, if you need to have a quick rip to get through your day, the Stroh 80 is the quick snort it will change your attitude instantly instantly it goes right into your bloodstream <laughs> like heroin and it has that nice flavor that like it's got this nice smell it's got a good aroma for a spiced rum you normally smell like fucking captain morgan's jockstrap speaking of going into your bloodstream like heroin yeah <laughs> that miller hot and the miller sitting i have a weird like my neighbor is like one of those unsanctioned drug houses. <laughs> unsanctioned. In no, Lakewood, all the called. drug houses have to be sanctioned. Yeah. No, it's a, it's called an unsanctioned drug house. All right. So the dude that owns the house leaves his SUV parked in the driveway. He comes yesterday, pulls in. He doesn't even live there. He, he just has, like, vagrants living in this house. This guy pulls in. With his, uh, he's got a, like a, some type of turbocharged Acura. Okay. Opens the trunk of his, his car, pulls out, it looks like the side, like bricks, white bricks. Puts it in the trunk of, of his SUV, transfers these white bricks into his uh, Acura and takes off. Should have walked over so, and grabbed one. Soap powder. I'm just saying, does that do? sound like a little fishy to you? Yeah. Well, the funny <laughs> thing is, for people who don't know where Steve lived, you live in a really good fucking neighborhood. Like, your neighborhood is a legit, straight-up, five-star baller neighborhood. And yeah. so today, I mean, it's like every day somebody's pulling into the driveway, right. bringing, like, brown paper bags to the front door. Okay. And shit. And it's Not like, for nothing. If I were to engage in illicit 
drug trafficking via like the Dropbox mentality, like the Amazon drop locker shit, I would do it the same way. I'd have a Ford SUV with a, the key door, the door key code, <laughs> thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I'd have a Ford SUV parked out there that was like, you know, untraceable to anybody or owned by somebody's grandmother with the door key code. And it would be like an Amazon drop locker dude, in a great fucking neighborhood because what? you'd be just invisible. What a brilliant idea. So what you do is you go and like you find like a, a, a decomposing post office or equipment and you buy a bunch of postal boxes, oh. put them in a fucking side van. Oh, yeah. You could load up all your clientele and be like, hey, the van's here at this fucking location. Take your key because yeah. you've already got the key. And That's if right. you paid, yeah. your shit's in there. Go to box 42A. Go to yeah, box 42A. 42A and get your shit. Oh, my God. That's but a fucking great. You know what else is a I'm going to become a drug dealer, I think. In my neighborhood, apparently. I could just deliver all the drugs and anything you wanted yeah. in Amazon boxes and just leave it on your fucking step. <laughs> there you go. Because I don't know what it is about Amazon boxes where people think they're not stealable. Right. Right? Because I'm shocked all the time that anything is left out in, you yeah. know, on my doorstep that isn't stolen in like nine seconds. Mm-hmm. And yet these Amazon boxes have some sort of a halo effect around them where you, you're like, oh, you can't, you can't get bad Amazon cargo because then you're, you're karma. Because then your prime won't work anymore. You definitely don't want to steal any Amazon box from Liza's steps, though. (laughs) Comes pre-vibrating and extra jiggly. (laughs) Just says, to Liza, love Cameron. Kind of like walks itself off the porch. (laughs) Fair game. So, Nick, you rode up here tonight? Yep, I rode the bandit. The bandit! Mm -hmm. Of course. It is funny. We do like like the microcosm of AMA Vintage Days in yeah. front of the shop right now. Because <laughs> yeah. we go from 49 cc's to 1,200 cc's. <laughs> but I do like... Jo- and all the vintages. Wait, Wait, from 1967 to... 67 to wow. 2015. Yeah, that's right. Um, so. And I do like... <laughs> John took his beer can... And wrapped it around the, the handlebar as the official mid Ohio like I, I mid Ohio sized it. It's the mid Ohio gate pass. Yeah. Oh, you got a beer can wrapped I'm around your handlebars. Ground. That's so how you get the campground. Camp for ground. those that don't know, we are all in mourning. This would have been uh, mid Ohio. This would have been mid Ohio. We would right be now. drunk right. Well, I mean, yeah. drunker than we are. I would have been leaving mid Ohio on Saturday morning to go perform a wedding. Yeah, and then come back. And then come back yeah. to mid Ohio. Yeah. 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 Because that's the life we no, live. we were discussing. So what is it? It's Thursday? It's like 9 o'clock. So by 9 o'clock on Thursday, we're Phil would have there. bought and sold six or seven motorcycles. Yeah. Me and Nick would have crashed something. Oh, yeah. I had to cancel my vacation days. I had off today and tomorrow. Yeah. You would have fixed two things. You would have been yeah. like, I'm not fixing that. anything. But I've you been very been lazy at Middle Iowa. No, what he's no. good for is all the random shit that we bring to sell. Yeah. John does triage on because it hasn't run in six months <laughs> right, right, or right. a year. Maybe, maybe if I just do a little doobie doobie doobie. Right. No, I got pictures of you last year not working on a motorcycle. Not working on a motorcycle. Not working on a buddy. The buddy. Yeah. Right. Well, well, well. He's like. When did this bike last run? And I'm like, I swear to God, it ran six months ago. And he's like, I don't no. think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Lie to somebody else, you fucker. I used to work here. <laughs> the mouse that was in here left the newspaper, and it's 87, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can tell. Forensic evidence. Oh, yeah. boy. And so that's, that's pretty cool. I'm glad you came into the podcast tonight. No yeah. Cameron tonight? No. Got Corvette business, I'm assuming? I don't. I have no idea. I I haven't been to a podcast in probably like yeah. three or four weeks. Um, yeah, we miss so, you. So I, yeah, I do miss I, you. I told Amber, I was like, I, I gotta go tonight. Yeah, so. that's cool. But. The uh, now that we're having another surge of the coronavirus, and you've been so you've been traveling. 
Have you been to New York recently? No, no. Uh, And Amber used to live in New York, but she's moved moved back back now, right? Uh, So I haven't been anywhere recently. Uh, This past weekend for Independence Day, we went down to a cabin in Hawking Hills. Oh, yeah. Because it was cheap. So, Uh, oh, wait, I didn't even think about that. The cabins, Fourth of July weekend is normally you can't get one booked 10 years in advance. Which um, we did, we booked it. Maybe a month or so ago. Okay. And it was cheap then. But yeah. leading up to the 4th of July, people were starting to get wise to that. Yeah. So it was going back up and Getting in back price, up again. Yeah. Did you have the hot tub on the front porch? Uh, on the back porch, yep. Nice. It was too hot, though, so yeah. I didn't really use A-frame it. A-frame inside? Like uh, open vaulted ceilings kind yep, of thing? Yep, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, those exposed timbers are real good for gymnastic <laughs> shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there was some exposed timber that week there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, but oh, I, bought, I, bought, I brought the, uh, the trail hopper with me. Oh, and you I was, did? I was riding all over the place. Yeah. That thing is a blast. Like, yeah. wheelies on demand uh, yeah. since you have the real clutch, and, and it, it was fantastic. But... All of the 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 gra- it was grass all around the cabin and mm-hmm. it was sloping up towards yep. the cabin. So going around the cabin, everything's off camber. Oh, so I was going <laughs> a little bit too fast and slid out and I broke one of the foot pegs off. Man. So I got to weld that back on. Wait, but. you wrecked? Yeah, <laughs> imagine that. I wait. Hold on a second. Uh, Nick I'm, will be wrecking now. <laughs> They're I'm actually cute. showing up. On right? cue. On cue. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. At one so. point, I was going to suggest a pool cast because I have a little pool in my backyard. Yeah, and right. Pool. And it's 15, so it's 40 some feet in circumference. In circumference. So you, right. If we were in the pool, we could be further apart than this. We could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like a fucking sauna right now. It's Floating like, microphones. Yeah. It's it's like yeah, bathwater. Put them over like, the side. Oh, put them over the side. That's we a good got idea. 20 foot mic cable. We got tons just, of cable yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah we we shut off the hot tub and just let it sit. And the lowest I ever got was like 92. Oh really? Yeah. Oh dude, nice. on Saturday I was I was in the garden working in the garden and I brought a cup of coffee with me and I put it down and I'm working in the garden. I went to get it and it was hotter. And this is this is one of those ultimate fuck yous yeah. because we have had more days of continuous sunshine. Yeah since May 1st than in any other year in Cleveland history. Oh, wow. wow. So oh, this God. has been it's the sunniest. So happy. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah, this has been the sunniest uh, spring, early summer that we've ever had. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of shocking that, you know, we've had to waste it with COVID. But here's the cool thing. People aren't going to the bars. They're not going to restaurants. They have disposable income. They're not going to France. And they're not going to, you know... <laughs> The Tour de Fell, you know. you can't these days. Exactly. You're not allowed. You're not allowed. We're not allowed to go to fucking Ontario. Let me tell you a little something that happened to Dr. Waters and I last week. So we had a customer that bought a Vespa, a fancy high roller Vespa. And she lives in the the People's Republic of New York. So she lives in Buffalo. Ground zero. So she lives in Buffalo. And she said that, she couldn't come and pick the bike up because if she came to get the bike up, she wasn't allowed to go back into New York unless she self-quarantined. I thought that was pretty funny because, one, how's anybody going to know? Yeah. But never an op- never a guy to miss an easy buck. I offered to deliver it. And since, you know, Monday and I, you know, Monday for us, Merritt and I can jump in the truck and spend some quality time together. Eight hours, round trip, Buffalo and back. But when you're in Buffalo, don't you want to just, like, drive the extra 20 minutes and get a picture of yourself in front of Niagara goddamn falls? Yeah, yeah. You want to go to Chef's and get a good meal? Go to go Chef's to and get a good meal? All right. Anchor bar wings. and get some wings? Right. There's all kinds of cool shit to do in Buffalo. So I thought, you know what? For 20 minutes, 30 minutes, we just could jump across the border at Fort Erie. 
Mm-hmm. Run a beautiful Niagara Lake River Road. Niagara River Road on the Canadian side is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I can't get over. Very scenic. And then we pulled in and I saw a sign that said, absolutely no Americans past this point. Man. Unless you're driving an 18-wheeler, delivering goods and services to Canada, and then you're okay, you don't have Corona. Or if you're going to Alaska, uh, I did not know this, but apparently there's some sort of a regulation that says that if you're traveling from you have safe the lower 48 oh. to the upper, oh. right, from, from the lower 48 to Alaska, wow. that you can go through Canada. So what part of Alaska did you go to? Well, we were thinking about that. <laughs> we were a little underdressed for the, Africa, uh, the Alaska trip. However, we were like, oh, I'm going to look this up real quick. Well, it turns out if you say that you're going through customs to go to Alaska and you don't go to Alaska, oh, if you oh, come back, they make life real bad for you. Yeah. So yeah, they, it yeah, turns yeah. out, you, in case nobody's done customs, I've done customs from Canada many times, and nice. it's not like going into Wisconsin. Um, no more poutine for you. Canada can be pretty vicious with the customs if they want to be. So it was uh, getting back into America can sometimes be troubling. So it's the first time ever I've kind of gone into that neck of the woods and didn't take a photo op in front of Niagara Falls just to be like, hey, you know, it's our God-given right to take a picture in front of a large moving water. With, with nobody else around. Any COVID. Almost none. Canada. Very low. It's yeah. insanely low. It's crazy how little COVID they yeah, have. Yeah, because they probably tested two people. Well... It's also, I also believe that when you tell a Canadian that he's supposed to social distance or when you tell a Canadian he's supposed to do anything for the good of the people, they, do, they, they will do, do it. it. Yeah. When you talk to a Canadian person about national health care, they become the biggest patriots you've ever seen. Like maple syrup comes out of their fucking pores. They're so proud of their <laughs> oh, national oh, health care system. Canadian, then. If that's what oh, happens, right? I'm going to talk to them and look, look no, at them. They love it. Spreads. Look, at, look, look at the <laughs> difference in maps. Yeah. You dirty American. Jeez. Get away from me. Yeah. Well, I do honestly believe that Canadians would take a stay-at-home order seriously. They would take yeah. a shelter-in-place order Look seriously. At that. Yeah, there's, like, literally. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, it's the same way with, like, New Zealand doesn't right. have any new cases, yeah. and it's the same way. They yeah. actually, you know, they, first of all, they trust their government, right. and they actually do what is told, so. Right. And it's probably a very cool thing to just be like, but at, at the end of the day... Okay, two meters, eh? At the end of the day, like, I, it doesn't matter what political side you're on, anything, the politica, politicalization from either side, both sides, everything, of a fucking health crisis and a mask mm-hmm. is insane. Yeah. It yeah. shouldn't be politicized. No, man. It should yeah. just be like, dude, let's just fucking get this shit over with. Because, again, I, I keep going, I keep having this, like, I'm like, wait a second. You mean if we would have done this right 60 days ago, we'd be done by now? Right. Well, it, yeah. here's it the thing. It would have been because less people would have had it. Do you, do you think people would go out? I mean, yeah. eventually you're going to. Sorry. Yeah. Nobody's done with it. Nobody's even, done with even it. The, yeah. Even the countries, even Canada. Right. Yeah. It's only a matter of this thing is right. going to bubble up it, until, until you, there's a cure. Until you get everybody. That's you, it. Yeah. You, can, you can skirt it. You can tone it down. You can do this, but it's going to be there. I've never, ever said this before, but somebody quick call Rob Smith because we need the cure. Yeah. <laughs> it's been it's been too long. We need that. We need a little. So Bill Gates puts a GPS chip in. And you, China has and zero new cases, by the way. GPS oh, chip. I'm sure they do. I do. Um, I participated in the veterans, uh, the veterans survey or the veterans test, and I was able to get my results and everything. And I did participate in the contact tracing, and it does. I do get contact tracing alerts, and I did have to go into Walmart for something. I can't recall what. Uh, the other day, but I had to go into Walmart, and it was funny because 
uh, two days later, I got a notification on my phone that said that I was in the presence of oh, COVID. Okay. Wow. So the COVID is at Walmart, yeah. in case you were wondering. Yeah. Do they call uh, beer what? Beer engine was shut down. The beer engine got shut down? An employee got exposed or something like that, so they had to shut down for two weeks. I heard the same thing about uh, one of our buddies, Tommy, from Tommy Schaffner from Mushroom Head and uh, mm. also LBM Bar, the Viking Bar. I guess he had a uh, contact. So he had to like self-quarantine for a little while. He didn't have any problems, but yeah. So again, there we are. So let me ask you. So do you think if if the virus was like a mini snake that flew through the air and bit into your jugular, yeah, that's yeah, the only yeah. thing that it did. That's all it did. Do you think people would just wear neck coverings and not politicize it? Oh, believe me. So you could see the fucking yeah. snake vipers yeah, right, coming right, at you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Well, no, I think that's that's the thing is a lot of people just don't believe it right. is happening, and I I am quite shocked at our very simple rules that we have in the shop, mm -hmm. and they're very simple, and it doesn't inconvenience people at all. Mm -hmm. uh, it's remarkably easy. We even we spend our money to give them masks, and the number of arguments that we have. Oh, we used up all your freeway masks. We're on our own. We're on our own dime now. Find the, some uh, more, John. Yeah, you could always run another truck off the road, I suppose. But, <laughs> but yeah. Well, well, well. yeah, the. Uh, but it is funny that like, we know that at least once a day we're going to run into a problem right. with somebody. And whoever that person is, you know, it all does. It comes down to we don't care how loud you yell or we don't care how crazy you are yeah. or how expensive your makeup is. You're not coming into the store unless you have a mask. And I'm going to watch you use hand sanitizer because I'm paying for the hand sanitizer and I'm paying for the masks. And if you don't like it, you can go fuck your hat. Because my body, my choice. Right. <laughs> Until oh, there's was, a baby in it. Well, that's my wife. It's, right. You know, people can feel free to mandate how you use your uterus. But right, exactly. And now you're going to complain about you want to. You tell me I have to have a baby if I'm, you know, whatever. Right, exactly. Yeah. It all loses uh, loses velocity real fast. <laughs> so it's pretty fun. Okay. The, the uh, cause of death in in uh, America is abortion. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I think the leading cause of death in America is uh, asphyxiation because when you stop breathing, you die. Cardiac arrest. Cardiac arrest. When your st heart stops beating, you die every was, single time. I think it was actually heart disease. Yeah. Cancer, heart disease. Yeah. Number three was medical mistake. Yeah. So if you get oh, wow. cancer ah, or have, you I have, have heart disease, right here. Ah, I can read them all really to you. Fun. Yeah. Okay. If you say no, if you say abortion is the number one cause of death in America, I'm going to see a little red hat appear on the top of your phone. <laughs> oh, here, here. This is what it is. Okay, so I, I think these are okay. Hard. To I think the camel hat says enough. Yeah. Abortion is 2,408 abortions a day. Heart disease. One thousand seven hundred. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, Heart disease is 1,773 deaths a day. But abortions aren't one, deaths. Well, abortions just saying, is just I'm like just saving saying, the world a future yeah. problem. Yeah, so I'm we a are conservative. The yes, exactly. Um, I'm a conservative. Humans are I monsters. I count myself as a Christian, yeah. but I 100% support abortion. That's exactly right. I know that the biggest us. problem with this planet is people. Oh, uh, man. Like, and I want to get, I'm like, we don't need any more people. Medical error is number three. Every tiger in it's, the world, every tiger, as vicious and fucking cool and sharp and stabby and bitey well, tigers are, they're scared of humans. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. So Elephants are scared of humans. I'm, I'm starting to wonder if the Earth, this... The, the Earth doesn't care about politics. Right. The Earth oh, doesn't think? care. The Earth does. The, the virus doesn't care about politics. Nah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like a Darwin test. Right. This yeah, is the be. Earth giving Four us a Darwin test. Oh, your, my European friends all say the same thing. They're like, 
a lot of stuff that America's dealing with right now, masks and stuff, yeah. it's not a political statement. It's an IQ test. Yeah. And America's not looking real good. No. And, definitely not. In and they, they live in a different world. They live in a, a society that they have different values than Americans do in general. But I do tend to lean that way. So, yeah, yeah it's a funny thing. Steve, what did you ride here tonight? Did I see you rode here on the Honda Metropolitan? Yes. Is that the sure. smallest fuel-injected bike out in front of the shop? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's also the slowest bike in my fleet. It is the slowest bike. it's not bike. even my bike. It's my kid's bike. Yeah. And he will not take it out of my garage. Really? So I, I decided today I was going to put it out of my garage. Yeah. If it's in my garage, I get to ride it. And I was going to take it to his house. Yeah. And I... Didn't make it. There. And you didn't. <laughs> I had to go to the east side and get get a beer cooler for my a keg cooler. Right. So I. You're having a keg. I have a keg. In your cool uh, in a like a wait. And you have a uh, uh, like a kegerator. A kegerator. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. What I just that? bought it today. Oh well, oh, brand shit. new purchase. There you go. All right. So I so I bought this kegerator today. To put the beer that I brewed 90 days ago okay. in there. Nice. Because I need to drink it. it yeah, you do. It must be drunk. I've got right. a great idea for that keg. <laughs> I've, I'm feeling like midi, mid-Ohio, out at Ooh. your house in Oberlin, mm -hmm. Saturday night mm -hmm. after the shop closes. Yep. We'll have a yep. fire. We'll drink yeah. a lot of that beer. Right. Oh, fireworks what? are like way cheap right now. We can light off some fireworks. I would gladly do that. I would gladly camp out there and do that. If there's one other person who wants to go out there, I'm with them. Okay. Well, that sounds like a party. Because I Mini Mid no, Ohio. I, there's no there's no problem. My right. wife, I'm like, I should be at Mid Ohio. So right. going out there for a night. No difference. Yeah, I agree. Man, I think that's a great idea. 100%. That sounds like a I Cleveland Moto one. podcast waiting to happen. I whole back there. I cleaned up the entire area. It's ready to go. You would shoot there too. Shoot there? What the I, shit? I, Are you I kidding me? No, I'm in the township. We could shoot anything we want. Since the 1800s. Oh, I'll bring a four wheeler. But our yeah, the four -wheeler you, you bring the four wheeler and, and the neighbor. Like I said, I've been taking care of their property because yeah. they're gone. Yeah. So we can ride all through their property <gasps> too. Oh, oh my it's baby on. Jesus! Yeah. That sounds like a Saturday night for the books. And there's a house. Is there? And you know what? What's cool about that is there maybe it'll be it'll be chilly and a chance of rain. <laughs> yeah, right. that's fine. That's perfect. Mid that's Ohio what I'm saying. Mid Ohio weather. <laughs> no, I was joking. I was like, the, the Mid Ohio is not happening, but the forecast didn't change. It's still Saturday's a 60% chance of rain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yep. yeah. Wow, well, that's a really course, good idea. Because it's Mid Ohio. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, that's, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's, that's a good really idea. Fun. Has there been any more talk of, like, I, I remember they said they were going to postpone Mid Ohio, but are they still. No, like, they're done. Oh, they're done. They're, they well, no, they're, yeah, they're, they're postponing it to next year. Yeah. And, right. and that technically is not a postponement. Was just, uh, canceled. What's that? Americade was canceled. Yeah, mm -hmm. Americade's canceled. Yeah, yeah. Sturgis is still in the books. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. <laughs> yeah, people God. can't die because they're so well preserved. God forbid if the buffalo chip didn't happen one year. Right. You know, yeah. Exactly. So, but yeah, they're they're going to do it. I don't know. You know, we'll see what happens. You know, it didn't work out so well for Tesla and their little shindig they had. Couple of weeks ago, yeah, but the rest of the, the all the Sturgis people are like Keith Richards. You're like COVID. We had that in like '72. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That is true. Yep. So is Burning Man actually happening this year? Oh, I don't think. Oh, so. Oh, I'm certain they'll cancel that. Yeah, I'm certain they'll cancel that. If if something like uh, Theater Bazaar canceled as early as they did in their a late October event, wow. I'm I'm certain that Burning Man's going to shut that down because they're very careful. That's good, man. Yeah, that's really, telling really you good. that Johnny Drum is better than you think it is. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, John, what did you ride tonight? I rode the Superhawk. You did ride the Superhawk, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. well, I kind of got, I felt like I got punked out a little bit last week for not riding, so I'm like, punked oh. out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I, I got all this stuff I want to take and everything, but I'm like, I got to ride a bike, so I'll put the backpack on and yeah. everything, I'm like, and I really legitimately, I haven't ridden anything this week, so I'm yeah. like, I at least should go for a little ride up the street. Yeah, just literally ride your bike, man. Yeah. Ride your bike, it's what keeps it alive. And you rode your Super T, right? Yeah, just because I needed a 110 mile an hour fan. Fuck, man, it's hot outside. <laughs> it's really hot. It's really, really hot outside. I really wanted to ride the small bike, but it wouldn't. I, I was like, it's not going to go fast. No, it's really not. The, yeah, it's yeah. just not. It's really yeah, you not. You know, being on the freeway coming here really didn't help that much. No, no. it's just a. It, we always joked about that in Florida and Arizona and stuff. And you're riding, you're like, well, at least I got the wind blowing on you. And you're like, yeah, but it's a 110 mile degree wind. It's right. yeah. a lot cooler. Yeah. And, and I, I hit a stoplight. So, I mean, like, I wore shorts and a T-shirt with uh, my, with your my, what do you call over it? it? Yeah, the gear, the um, oh, vented, the, the what bike. do you call it? This, today's a great day for an electric bike. Oh, it would be a great yeah. day for an electric bike. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, I hit this stoplight, and I swear this fucking stoplight was 35 minutes long. I was just sitting there, and everything just got, and, like, it got heavier as the sweat yeah. was You were melting, out. dude. And then, yeah. and then my glasses <laughs> fogged up, and oh, then the sweat fuck. was... It was just a fucking mess, man. Yeah. I'm like, this sucks. Like, this yeah. is just hot. That's why God made air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. Transope is the hottest bike I've ever ridden. Yeah, it's a liquid-cooled V-twin in the number two cylinder is in your gentleman's department. I mean, it might as well. I your nuts might as well be sitting on the number two yeah. cylinder. I mean, yeah. the air blows. It burns the inside of your yep. I mean, with, wow. if you're wearing shorts, it burns the inside of your legs. Yep. Um, I have a tip. A tip, this is just for a select few of people out there that might have had a GoPro that they bought in the last uh, year. Good good information. And and they might be having problems with it. They might not. Who knows? But if you bought it at Best Buy and you have their Geek Squad warranty, um, I took the GoPro that we've been using to record yep. our stuff that's been giving us all kinds of fucking problems. Tons of stuff shit. Like that, right? Yeah. So I had the warranty. So I took it in. And right now, GoPros are really, they, they change pricing. Mm-hmm. So I got an upgrade. So I got the Go, the Hero 8. Um, basically, you know, as a replacement. Right. But I also got another year warranty because there was enough money left over to do that and a gift card for 32 bucks. Brilliant. So if you have a seven and you have the warranty, break that fucker, take it to you Best Buy. You failed your way into success. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Do it now. Yeah, that, that's brilliant. I mean, yeah. that's a that's a very good tech, tech tip. Is. Yeah, that I like everything about that. Yes. The uh, Anybody want to hear a very interesting News from our Patreon, because believe it or not, we do still have Patreons. I love hearing news from our Patreons. Our Patreons, we have got fantastic Patreons. And, you know, with as crazy as shit has been, Renee has still been sending out our Patreon gift packs. So we're sending out coffee mugs and pint glasses, you know, your choice, whether you imbibe or whether you drink the coffee. Um, You know, if you drink Lifer Juice and you got to have your caffeine, we'll send you a coffee mug. If you like the pints, we'll send you a pint glass. Uh, there's a pint glass right over there. Uh, it's got our uh, 1964 Vespa GS scooter. Uh, that was our one of our very first artworks that we ever did. And then we'll send you out a T-shirt and some stickers and stuff like that. And that's for that party member thing. You get access to the party line. You can text shit in and let us know what you're up to and whatever. And that's 10 whole dollars a month. To listen to this shit and to be a part of it. Call Rand. Um, But here's, there are some fucking rules, all right? And we don't, we have one rule that we call the Liza rule. And the Liza rule is all about, like, don't agree to send somebody a gift box full of shit if they live on Pluto. Okay? It's for the continental U.S. only. Look, if you live on, if you live in 
fucking kill buck bum fuck New Zealand. We love that you're a listener to us. But don't buy a raffle ticket for a motorcycle. Yeah, right? I mean, okay. There's this thing, and it's like... I like New Zealanders. We, we love New... Kiwis are our favorites, right? We do love all these people, but what you got to understand is if you're participating in a podcast that you're donating 120 bucks a year for, we're going to send you a box this big, and it can't cost 120 bucks to ship it. Right? I, I'm gonna, I'm You're gonna not helping it, that I'm point. I'm going to put it out yeah. right now. Yeah, go ahead. If there's anybody from Russia yeah. <laughs> that's a Patreon, yeah. I will pay for that goodie box to be shipped to Russia or Lebanon. Lebanon, that's right, for your people. My so people. I make sure send, you contact us. I will us. pay yeah. the shipping costs to send it to Lebanon. So or if you want to be a Patreon. Are you, ex- are you expecting a box in return, though? So you're. I think, are you thinking they're going to send no. you some kind of weird? So no, you're the fairy. I don't expect anything. Okay. Right. So you're the fairy godfather of Russians and Lebanese. Right. Oh, yeah. very nice. Yeah, he's the ambassador. Fairy. Right. He's the ambassador <laughs> for the Russians and the Lebanese. <laughs> exactly. But what so about we the put Germans. This, the Germans. So we put this rule on, and what I don't know if people understand is. For me to order something from China or me to order something from England, mm-hmm. the shipping to get a fun-sized box of stuff from England to here is about 50 bucks, right? The shipping to get a fun-sized box full of chi- you know, China, which is like the size of like a harmonica, can get here somehow magically for $8. Well, same with Ho- or, um, yeah, Holland. Right. So when I ordered, in a pouch, I ordered... It's cheap. Yeah. But it, some countries are weird because when I, I, I got that um, used seat for my TNT 135 yes. so I could right. fuck with the seat. Yeah. Um, it was twenty or twenty dollars shipping, and it came in two days. From exactly. Holland. It's yeah. So, I, I I just actually bought uh, something from England, and it came <clears throat> the next day. It's like if I came from England, I couldn't get there. You couldn't there get there the as fast yeah. as a yeah. human being you with a first class ticket. England. Right. I didn't yeah. pay ridiculous shipping no. or anything. It, it just showed up the next day. I was like, what? But here's <laughs> a tip for you guys from your Unky Phil: to ship shit from the United States of Freedom. Out to the rest of planet us, right? To the rest of America's other places to live, which is planet Earth, right? Outer America. So to ship <laughs> from here to outer America costs ridiculous amounts of money. Yeah. To ship a T-shirt to England is like 23 bucks, mm-hmm. okay? And it's because our postal system's all jacked up. And it's probably because with you can, you can buy Trump's something. Trump's going to fix that. Well, you know what? It's probably because you can buy something you don't need on Amazon and get it shipped to your house in two days for free. So they had to make it up in the averages somewhere. And that means if you want to ship your, if you want to be an anti-American and ship something from America out to the rest of the world, called like, you know, I don't know, exportation uh, of American goods and services, we're going to punish you for that. So in our or rules. Or anything in. In our rules for Patreon, it specifically says, we love you dearly, but we will not ship you the, the fun pack. If you live in outer Uzbekistan, we will not ship you the fun pack. If you live in Is it like Uzbekistan, part of Russia, used to be. Okay. I'm not sure technically. Okay, so I'm not extending my offer. Those to lines move around a little. Non, bit. yeah, ex parts of Russia. Right. So well, maybe it's something that the. <laughs> okay, so maybe the hard part is easier here. So yeah. once it gets into this country, right. it can get to your house really easy. Yeah. But when it goes the other way, if it goes to Uzbekistan. It can get to Uzbekistan fairly easy, yeah. but to get it to somebody's house there might be more difficult because of their... We do ship some stuff kind of in various different places on the planet, and I can tell you that it's remarkably expensive. Yeah. DHL, though, yeah. is 
pretty amazing. They are yeah. amazing. And because I just bought a cell phone from, I don't know where the fuck it's coming from. Z Germans. But it's not the Germans. It's but it's somebody. DHL it's, did you say Nazi Germans? <laughs> no, it's a it's a cell phone that does not use Android or. Mm, a Linux cell phone? You found a Linux cell phone? You found, found a Fisher-Price close-and-play cell phone that yes. doesn't work on Android or iOS? It yes. uses a flavor of Linux developed by the Chinese government. Oh, you <laughs> got a Huawei. No, it's you got a, a spy phone. Uh, no, no, yeah. A spy phone. It only works on TikTok. Yeah, that name again? Say that name again. Ubuntu? You what? Oh, yeah. Ubuntu, yeah. That's another operating system, right? It's like a Linux-based... Yeah. yeah. All right. Because he yeah. is a hardcore fan of Linux. He will not use I know. Windows and... Right. But I it, almost no, had my of, entire control system now done in Linux. So. There you go. And you got a Linux phone. And Ubuntu is cool. It's been around for a while. There's yeah. a lot of really good reasons for that. Me? I, I'm totally done. Fuck down. Bill Gates. Fuck Bill Gates. Well, That's all I have to say. I hate fucking defund. Bill Gates. <laughs> the, uh, but for multiple reasons. We have a message here. And uh, one, of our, one of our Patreon listeners who happens to be you know, in the U.K., uh, said, hey, no big deal, but I was just wondering if you guys had a chance to send that mug and T-shirt. Uh, I know everything is bigger priority right now, but I was just curious, you know. And I'm like, yes, you're right. Everything is a bigger priority right now. A little bit. Um, yeah, than, than a bullshit T-shirt and a mug for some podcast that nobody should listen to. Right. And uh, <laughs> so, but then he, he sends the thing back. He's like, hey, is there an update That's on not this? what you like, said when you wanted my money for my Patreon Right, account. right. Well, we specifically <laughs> say, it's like, we don't give a shit if you don't want to pay us money. That's fine, but... Please don't expect us to send something that's going to cost us more to send it than we're going to get out well, of it. Is yeah. there a clause that you can say, like, we have your stuff. Right. And we're Regular happy to dude. give oh, you shit. Show up. stuff. Yeah. Come here. Send an ambassador. Or. Oh, or I love that idea. Send an ambassador. Or, or <laughs> that would be if very you small. have a company that you work for that has a UPS or FedEx account, we are happy I love to that. use that's your account. That's a great answer. You so, can even mail it to their ambassador in the U.S. Yeah. Perfect. Now, yeah. how... B- or you could do the worst thing. What's that? I'll read it to you. Ah. Mm. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> the worst right. thing you could do would be to say, Hi, Renee. I've canceled my Patreon subscription. I guess I had expected what was offered, or at least a response to these messages. Maybe I'll subscribe again in the future when the teething problems are sorted out. Hmm. Eh, don't bother. No, That's don't worry about it. Read read the the contract before you sign yeah, it. There, well, Chief. and and for the record, you know what? Do you know how many rock bands at the end of their tour had this conversation? They're like, "Where's our paycheck?" And right. they're like, "Did you read the fine print about yeah. all your expenses need to be recouped?" Yeah, and and <laughs> I did send a message back to let them know that you know we never agreed to ship anything outside of the U.S. because right. it does it is ridiculous. Uh, shipping things outside of the U.S. is kind of a pain in the ass. It's a bite in the ass. It's a hardship uh, for us to do it, and. We have customers every day, and I wanted to bring this up through the podcast. If you try to order some shit right now on Amazon Prime, do not expect two-day delivery. I Amazon Prime is running in about nine days, 11 days right now. And that's Amazon goddamn Prime. Yeah. The solid gold fucking clit that is Amazon Prime is taking nine goddamn days to get you your shit. So don't expect mom-and-pop scooter shop or mom-and-pop motorcycle shop or mom-and-pop brewery or mom-and-pop t-shirt shop, whatever it is, don't expect them to be able to get you something super fast. Here's the reality. We have been getting parts for Italian bikes, 
they've been taking like nine weeks, six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks for a very simple part. Some of the stuff we order, God forbid if that part has ever been to China. God, that shit has taken forever to get stuff. Mm -hmm. So as a business owner, I can let you know that it is so slow right now. Getting parts in, ordering, making a parts order, the chain, the ripple effect of having a factory that hasn't had human beings working in it for 60 days and has just now got humans working in it at a 10% capacity. Like, if there were 500 people in that factory before and now there's only 50 people, getting you... No. Yeah. The Natty Daddy? It's just 8%. Yeah. The, uh, How many years old? Is yeah. It? Getting you your transmission cover gasket is not their priority. But, but all things yeah. COVID aside, yeah. you still, still shouldn't expect that from just any small business. You know, it, it's right. the same way with me where I have this stupid little website where right. I sell a couple of things every once in a while. And right. then, and then um, you know, I could take a day or so because I make things to order. That's exactly right. And, and people complain all the time after one day has passed and it's like right. oh you still haven't oh. shipped my order amazon Dude, spoiled them. people right. people right. are crazy so like i used to make these little drone frames for these small drones mm -hmm. like I, I redesigned it to make it stronger and a little bit thicker and i was selling them and so i did a run and they sold out in like five minutes right i was like holy shit i gotta make more of these right so i said hey i'll be doing a run of 50 of these in five days right you have you know paypal me and, and it's per you know as it goes down I'll, and i'll keep marking here how many are left whatever so, like, it was, like, the second day of, like, running this, like, for next five days. Right. Dude's like, is my shit ship yet? Where's right. my stuff? I need exactly. my stuff. I'm like, yeah. no, dude. <laughs> that, yeah. being, that being said, I ordered the, the stuff from England thinking that right. it wouldn't be here for a month, and it got here the In next one day. One day, yeah. <laughs> and I did order some stuff uh, for Oscar and I. I ordered a bunch of Isle of Man swag mm -hmm. because they canceled the Isle of Man race this year. So I ordered a bunch of 2020 Isle of Man swag because it's cool to yeah, have it cool. for the race that didn't happen. And... It did. It got here remarkably fast because what the fuck else do they have to do? That's true, right. too. Right. 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 They don't even need to go out and sweep the track. That shit ain't happening, Those you know? Eating so bangers and mash. And <laughs> <laughs> Just try and, not, enough, try and real hard not to fuck your sister. If it's small enough and it doesn't weigh enough, then it goes air post. So yeah. it goes on a plane. Right, but mine right. was like a box. Right. That yeah. big. And, yeah. and then a couple there's pounds. also the possibility that it says it's from England, but it right. actually drop shipped and went from a distribution. Right. You know, like they actually it didn't really come from England. Yeah. Right. So you mentioned Unky Phil. Yeah, Unky Phil. So Yeah, my friends call me Unky Phil sometimes. What do uh, we have coming up here, Mr. Phil? So check this out. So this is really funny. Steve brought this idea up a while ago, and I have been known to be occasionally verbose. verbose. Thank you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Verbose. Yeah, give him, a, give him a couple of drinks and stand the fuck back. And uh, in the scooter community, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, all the light-duty participants have gone to bed. It's only the true heroes awake, uh, fighting to see who can see the sun come up. And uh, if you see the sun come up, by the way, you did win the rally. I don't know if anybody knew that. Yeah. But if you see the sun come up and you verify the sun safely rose, yeah. then you've done a service to the rest of the rally. I don't even see the sun go down. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm already asleep. Fucking gone, right? So if you're a, a hero like that, sometimes you'll find me wandering around on patrol as I do. And folks will often say, they'll be like, hey, tell us a story, Unky Phil. And uh, I'll usually kind of brush that off a little bit. Eh, I don't know. But then we always manage to find a fun story. Right? Come on, Phil, a moto story. Right. Tell us a moto story. Um, so, yeah, Unky Phil. So Steve had this great idea that we should do a, a, a radical offshoot side project. Yeah, a little yeah. five minute at a yeah, time. Yeah, little, little blasts. Like, I love these 
I watch the history guy. The history guy is one of my favorite guys because mm-hmm. he'll do like a story about history that I had fucking no idea about. Right. And, and I'm your average white guy. I know way too much history. Mm-hmm. And these, this guy always brings up history that deserves to be remembered. And it's always in these little 10 minute segments. Right. And my wife doesn't even get mad about it. Right. She's just like, she'll pop in, she'll watch that shit, and she'll be like, I learned something. Great. Ten minutes, we're gone. And so I, John's been here for most of these, actually. For, for most of the ridiculous things that have happened, uh, they can all be five- and ten-minute stories. And, and I think we might have 10,000 of them. That's my, that's my yeah. point. And the thing is, is that you have owned, and not, it's, it's different than a lot of places, because it's not your mom-and-pop motorcycle shop it's not like your usual mom and pop shop it's not a commercial shop where it's like a big commercial thing it's your own thing that's kind of you you know yeah it's very personal yeah and And you've had 20 years of doing that so this is our 20th year officially this year yeah right what one of the songs that's out you know that i like is it's probably not even a new song anymore was the one you know 100 bad stories right I got a hundred bad stories, yeah. broke my thumb, but hey, I'm interesting at parties. You know? It is exactly <laughs> it. Like, you show me a guy with a big facial scar, I'm going to go talk to him first. Right. Like, that's the guy I want to talk to first. Dude, you just nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Moto Stories with Unky Phil, <laughs> the, the guy with the facial yeah. scar at the party. Oh, believe me. <laughs> uh, many, many, many years ago, and this is a fun, this is a quickie story, too. So, the, the Pittsburgh Scooter Group, they used to do this thing called the Hillbilly Weekender, and they would just go out to Christian Cholco and Jason Cholco's camp. And Jason's, you know, seven foot tall. Big dude. Big dude. And so I was invited to go out to this Hillbilly Weekender and, you know, bring your own scooters and that kind of shit. And we show up, and I know a couple of the guys there, and Renee's there, and it's a Pittsburgh thing, and we're out in the woods. Yinzer. It's Yinzer Weekend, right? Hillbilly Weekend. And so we go out, and this is really cool. And this dude comes in who is the size of a fucking barn door this guy is gigantic and he's got a shaved head he's got gauged out earrings and like tattoos from like different people on him right they're not even his own tattoos they're people there's people he's beaten up and their tattoos have transferred onto his body okay and it's like it's like the silly putty thing right i turned him into silly exactly and now i got all his tattoos on me so this dude's there and this dude Nobody's going anywhere near this guy, but he's clearly there. And he's got this Tackle Yamaha him. Banshee. Tackle him. <laughs> Dude, no, he's monster. It's okay. And he's got this okay. Yamaha Banshee. Do you guys know what a Yamaha Banshee is? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a quad. It's a four-wheeler. But it has a Yamaha RZ350 two-stroke, liquid-cooled, Satan's penis motor in it. I mean, this, this is a thing. twin? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These things are viciously powerful, and it's the effect of a white phosphorus grenade. It's like once you pull the pin on it and let it go, you don't want to be any fucking where near where this thing is because all it does is turn tires into blood. Like <laughs> I, I think I think at one year after the Banshee was released, like a year or two after it was released, yeah. It represented, or it, it, it was part of 57% of the ATV accidents that happened oh. that year. <laughs> Because they said... Oh, it's the H2 of, of ATV. Yeah. Oh, my God. And have you ever seen the guys that, like, they, 
stretch them into like twenty foot sure. long like oh, sand drag yeah. rail things. Yeah. And so insurance just, just is cheap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the insurance I'm just is I'm real just cheap. I'm trying to remember this thing. Is this the one that has the big rectangular grill on the front? Yeah, and the, the two bug eyes bug on eyes. the side gotcha. of it. Yeah, so gotcha. the real way to know you've got a banshee. Really smart thing marketing did at Yamaha is there's those folks over at Yamaha decided. If we're going to make something that can murder you, <laughs> we're going to give it a very distinctive look. And so you can see they gave it a very distinctive look, right? So it's got these two headlights on the front. And if you're really a purist, it'll have gold rims. Yep. But so these Banshees, though, like guys in the ghetto love them because you can make them. And like they, they're a really good ghetto assault vehicle. If you take a look there, um, they're just insanely <laughs> powerful. And they're so fast, and they're so fucking they brutal. They made a bajillion of them. There's a yeah. bajillion aftermarket yeah. stuff. I mean, yeah. like, you can banshee to yeah. your hearts. Yeah. Do they and still make them, though? They stopped a couple years ago. I have ago, no right? fucking idea. But they, they're going to exist forever. Back they, to yeah. the story. Yeah. This guy had one, <laughs> and it had a, a beautiful set of expansion chambers on it, and it only made one noise. It would go, until he hit the throttle, and then it just went... <laughs> and just trees would fall over, yeah. right? And we're out in the middle of this fucking campsite in the in the woods in Pennsylvania, and it's all beautiful hilly terrain, and there's real tall elephant grass, and it looks like you're in an Ewok village kind of thing, like a moon in Vendor, and you're expecting a biker, biker scout to go zipping by at any moment, chased by a teddy bear. and Except in this case, it's scooters. Exactly. So we're riding around on our scooters, and I got this really kick-ass Rally 200 back in the day, and it's got a really nice 210-cylinder kit on it, and it's got a loud, big expansion chamber on it. And so when I pull this thing out and, and crack it up, this giant mammoth of a man, this mountain, he goes, uh? And he, he hears my bike, and my bike's over there making half the noise his bike makes, and it's like a mating call oh, yeah. for, like, two-stroke guys. Yeah. And everybody knows a two-stroke guy, because a two-stroke guy is like, uh. <laughs> oh, two stroke, two stroke, stroke, two stroke, two stroke. Uh, you got to make it more dignity. Yeah, and there's that sound. These are the sounds that the people are making, right? The bikes. No, no, and before he leaves, like the chapa, the chapa. At the offense, the dude goes over to Clot's bottle and goes like this, and dabs it behind each ear. Little Clot's behind each ear makes you fucking really irresistible to the two stroke guys. So. I light this thing up, and it's just my bike. Just sounds like tank, 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 tank. Yeah, it's a built scooter. Tank, tank, tank. Oh yeah, it's you know it's twenty six horsepower or whatever. Yeah, and it's just sitting over there, just at an idle, just unhappy at the world. And all it does is foul plugs at anything other than full chat. And so I'm like, okay, get it out. Tack, 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 And you're like, okay, great. Let's help that along. Let's clean the pug a little bit. And he gets up. And when he gets up, the log goes, oh. <laughs> and he walks over to me, and he's like, what you got there? And I'm like, oh, it's a Vespa Rally 200. It's got a Melosi 210 kit, a Mazzuchelli crank in it. I got a big uh, British uh, expansion chamber exhaust. And uh, I'm running a 30-millimeter Mycuni pumper carb. And I uh, got a fuel pump on it because anything less than a half a tank of gas, and it'll run out of gas, so you need to have fuel pressure on it. So I got a vacuum-operated fuel pump on there. And yeah, it pulls real good. And I'm like, you want to ride it? And he goes, I don't think I should do that. And I can't make my voice go as deep as his voice goes because he's not human. He's like he's six years. He's, he's, what's the guy that's like, I am Grong? Or I am Groot. No, I'm he's, Groot he, yeah. is, he is Andre the Giant. And Jason's a big dude. And so everybody's scared of him, though, because Jason's Jason. And I'm like, yeah, dude, take it for a rip. 
And there is not a piece of pavement within fucking god-awful who knows. Right. It's all gravel roads or in a campsite. Built two-stroke scooter, gravel roads, and what a rally, go wrong? And, an, and an Orange Rally 200 is a piece of, like, God's own scooterdom. It's a very rare bike, right? And it's original, minus the horrible things I've done to the motor. <laughs> and so he's like, I'm like, yeah, this is how you shift it and stuff. He's like, yeah, my brother, uh, my brother's Christian. That's Christian over there. That's my brother. And I'm like, oh, you're Christian's brother, Jason. That's fucking cool. And Christian is a normal-sized human being. <laughs> Jason is not. Jason is a pair of twins. His mom was on the HGH during <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. That was it. And so I let him take the bike for a rip, and he takes it out. And this thing wheelies in first and second, no problem. It's a fun bike, but it's on straight-up racing tires. It's on street racing tires. So there is no grip in this gravel. It hasn't been knobbied. No, it's not Bandcamp approved. And he takes it for a rip, and he brings it back, and he's like, that's, that's, that's some shit right there. And I was like, thank you, man. That's really cool. And he's like, you want to take my bike for a ride? And I'm like, the banshee <laughs> and he's like yeah here go ahead and i'm like yeah i don't know I, I, so so you guys don't know how not country i am i'm so not country i don't ride quads i have like i've ridden two quads in my life one of them when i put it in backwards it rolled upside down on top of me because <laughs> the first time i put a quad in backwards i didn't realize science doesn't work anymore and leans don't work anymore <laughs> so i put it in backwards and i tried to turn but i leaned like the wrong way and the whole thing went upside down on top of me anyway dumb story for later but I took this thing around, and I'm riding around in this tall elephant grass, and some idiot had cut down all these trees just to keep quads from riding around back there. So there's oh, all these good. trees that were laid under the elephant grass. And I realized if you pull the Yamaha Banshee right up to the tree and just hit the throttle, the Banshee just jumps over the tree. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking cool, man. So I rode it around for a little while, took it back to him. And I, like, my adrenaline was up, and I had a vein in my forehead and a boner. And I was like, fuck, man. So we just sat by the fire on that log, and we drank beers and talked about dumb shit. Yep. He's a Harley guy. Yep. So he was a Harley guy, had never had anything but Harleys and this Banshee. Mm -hmm. And we became really good friends. Yeah, once you find another two-stroker, you're going to yeah. not hate each other. Oh, I mean, fuck, man. It was so cool. Romance right there happened yep. out yep. in the woods in Pennsylvania. Did you touch tubes? Handful. We did touch Tube tubes. Touch? Yep. All right, good. And I rode uh, Bruce's son-in-law, brought a Yamaha YMF 450, whatever, race quad or whatever. And, like, just doing one or two laps on that yeah. thing, it was just, you know, it's like... Okay, I'm worn out. Like yeah. it's like, yeah. Ah! Ah! Yeah. Ah! Yeah. oh shit! Like yeah. you can't go one two gears. And like you need an fuck, exoskeleton to ride that bike. <laughs> like you shouldn't ride that bike with human like cartilage. Yeah. Like human ligaments and cartilage should never be on that bike because it all it does is grab the earth and fuck <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. It just leaves claw marks on the planet. It's really cool. Uh, if you're so much fun. The wrong way, the day gets longer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you can feel the earth kind of uh, nudge a little I'm bit. telling you, and that's one of those things like Jason Cholko, and to this day, I love the fucking guy. He's one of my absolute favorite human beings. And we've got him in Cleveland now. Like this guy's back tattoo, his back piece is the, 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 the Pittsburgh Steel Mills. Oh, yeah. Is wow. his back piece. He's blue collar as hard, hard as fucking life. And his back piece is the size of, like, you know, a 47 cubic foot refrigerator. <laughs> and like a LeBron poster. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a LeBron poster. When he dies, they're going to drape. The guy from Silence of the Lambs will be like, oh, my God. Yeah. When, <laughs> when he dies, they're going to drape his skin off the buildings like the show. Like, the dude's a big fucking dude. And then, like, right after I he got this me. giant back piece done, he I moved to Cleveland. And we are like... Like, that's just a fuck you to the world is, like, to get a giant Pittsburgh back yeah. piece and then move to Cleveland. 
Good God, love him, man. That's that's bold as fuck. So that's uh, a moto story from Monkey Phil. Right. And that so was a that's, sample. That's what you can expect. Yeah. We'll see what's going to happen. I think it's going to be cool. Yeah, it'll be fun. Be you yeah. have a lot of stories. Yeah, a lot do. of interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and this is the, this is why this kind of podcast works. You have a whole bunch of different people with a lot of different stories, yeah. but they all have one common interest. But you have a million stories in that common interest. Well, a big part of it is that I have been a magnet for stupidity. <laughs> because anytime I'm there, I'm always doing what? We're always saying, well, we should have more alcohol, and then we should do more vehicle things. Well, do you know how many times somebody said, like, blah, 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 you know Phil? I'm like, yeah, I know Phil pretty well. Okay, great. Yeah, that can't be true. And then, like, I'm like, well, no, actually, I have a picture of that. And, <laughs> and it usually there it happens, is. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, there, do, there has been unusual amounts of photographic evidence. Well, no, that's good, though. Yeah, well, it's well, support. Well, it's good. It's good. Yeah. It, not for. I can't ever, run for Congress. I was about to say, yeah. if you ever wanted to run for office, <laughs> right. you're not going to do. You that. are aware that my wife works in the public schools, right? right. So, right. Well, let's yeah. never let this, the truth stand in the way of. A and good that's story. another big part of it too is the uh, the correct amount of embellishment. So when you tell a story, you have to embellish it enough so that you know that the person that was there that witnessed it will give you a thumbs up and say, "No, that happened." Yeah. Yeah. But the. And the windage on embellishment is about 30%. It lets that person be cooler, too. Well, you know, we were all there when it happened. Well, you right. know, and I've heard that story before. Right. And, and I've heard of different variations. Like, you talked about how you took the side panels off of yeah. your rally. And that oh, checks out. Yeah. That yeah. checks out. Yeah. So... Even if it doesn't check out, just go along with it. Well, <laughs> no, but that's the thing. I did have 25 people try to push my fucking bus out of the mud at band camp. <laughs> as I sat there and just went, you guys... Come on, you guys. That's another podcast, Bill. That's another <laughs> podcast. I'm pretty sure you have the least 25 witnesses to that. Yeah, and I, every time I see the pictures, I, I realize that I'm the asshole in the seat of the bus, holding the steering wheel, pressing the gas, as people I love are trying to push like 26,000 pounds yeah. of quagmired well, shit. I just, I, yeah. my, my favorite thing, and the only reason I'm still on Facebook for the most part, is for stuff like this, yeah. where... Somebody will torture like, everybody. Else. Well, no. So like when band when Bandcamp came up, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I do that too. But, but when Bandcamp came up, and you know everybody was like posting, they're like, "Oh, I wish we were at Bandcamp." Think, of course, like somebody posted a thing of like eight years ago where like there was like jousting with kilts with no underwear and balls. Yeah, and like that was always. I a can't story. take that away, dude. I can't take that no, away. No, but that's there's on, always a that's story. That's on YouTube. Yeah. But like you didn't post it. No, it was like some other person posted and just proved your story to be right. Well, with man. a video. The one thing about and I can't unsee it. The world now is that there's a lot of cameras. Right, Bandcamp <laughs> was supposed to be sacred. Right, yeah. Bandcamp was supposed <laughs> to be sacred. <laughs> now there's balls flying. What everywhere. happens at Bandcamp you know stays what? at Bandcamp. What has actually made it to Facebook? Is not even close to what yeah. happens. That's no, true. That's no, right. no, of course it's not. Been, of course Van not. Camp's been very good about that. So how do you feel about 80 herspers okay. and 250 pounds? Yes. Yeah. Guess how you get that. You double an NC700X. An Look behind you. What is that? That is a two-stroke. I saw oh. I saw this somewhere. Uh, the... So you, that right there, my friends. You brought it up when we were it's looking at it. It's got more horsepower than the, the dump truck. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it does. So this little British company, uh, founded by Christopher Ratcliffe, is called Langen or Langen Motorcycles. They're going to do a little batch of these beautiful, and I think this is a gorgeous motorcycle. I, I love everything about it. 
Um, I like how it looks like it's just what needs to be there and nothing else. Do they offer a lower um, um, peg position for mm, us? Yeah, because the pegs are currently yeah, yeah. I like the, the skeletonized yeah. Gerber frame. Yes, do I they, do too. Do yeah. they offer turn signals? Well, here's... Wow, well, I'm glad you asked. What's your opinion? So this right here, here is 250 cc's. Mm. That's 250. That's a 250, man. Holy shit. So it's a 250 cc V-twin mm. developed by Vins Motors in Italy. So it's a proprietary motor, then? Yes, it is. Wow. 80 horsepower. What is that? That is air management. And air management is super important when you get into the world of two-strokes. So what we got there is some very, very cool shit. So we can see... Cylinder. Yep. So it's an L-shaped yep. c- right. cylinder. 90 cylinder. degree. Yep. In the middle, degree. you have a manifold, probably yep. with a fuel injector there. Yep. yep. And yep. those things sticking up are air scoops. You got it. Managing so this would be door. facing forward. Mm-hmm. You so got like it. A, yeah, ram air intake. I love the fact they're saying it's a track weapon. And that mm-hmm. is truly a track weapon. When you got a 250-pound motorcycle with 80 oh, horsepower, wow. dual that, mono shocks. That is no, but a look, <laughs> but look, wait, wait, look dual back at the shocks. look back at the picture. Go up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah look, yeah. look how it's mounted. Now see where the scoops are. So yep. that engine's mounted. That top cylinder is literally 90 degrees to the road. Yes, it is. Right. Like oh, a Ducati. Exactly. Like a Ducati. Like a Ducati. Yeah. Yep. Like yeah. a Ducati. Um, so Ratcliffe was the chief design engineer at CCM Motorcycles for 10 years. Hmm. Uh, this is a really fun, fun bike. Uh, I, I really like a lot of things about it. I, I do. I did question that whole like, why do we need two shock absorbers back there yeah. when in that space you could kind of clearly put one? But when a guy's building a bike to weigh less than two hundred fifty pounds, if that some bitch needed to have two, it's got yeah. two. Well, when I first looked at it, I thought yeah. electric because I don't see any exhaust. And yes. exhaust is a big thing. Do you see where they are? No. Okay, right under the, the tail light. Oh, I see. And one by the wheel. And one by the wheel. Yep. Oh, gotcha. I Giant expansione chambers. They're, they're camouflage. Yeah, I think that motorcycle looks beautiful. And I do like the contrast between the gold and the stainless steel, like that, that uh, warm titanium look to it. So I think that bike is beautiful. And, yeah, I don't. It's going to be exotica, though. Oh, it's going to be it absolute is. exotica. But, but if, if, if that, 250 that makes 80 horsepower. Yeah. God, if that, so cool. with all those torques, though, yeah. if that company wants to make a splash, they yeah. need to do a, They need to launch that fucker at Deals Gap and just oh, rip yeah, that yeah, fucker yeah. down there. A lightweight 250 no, with. That, a, that bike is not even made for Americans. No. No, it really is. Americans can't appreciate that. Bike. No, but but yeah. but if they want to be an impressive thing, that's yeah. a light bike with that much torques and all that. That would, oh, that would kill. It's the phenomenal. Yeah. Maybe yeah. California can handle that bike. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. I just I think that is, and because I do love two strokes, I think two strokes are brilliant, and I do think there's still a place in the world for two strokes, and this is a great example. So of can that. you well, scroll back was, up was, to the engine? Sure. I was thinking. I mean, like just yeah. like well, Aprilia made the RS125. Yep. So that was basically a Prilis frame and everything. Yep. And then they took a YZ125 motor, motor. and put in it. Yep, that's right. They're still yep. making the YZ125 mm-hmm. yep. and 250. So you can buy from Yamaha a YZ250 motor, yep. single cylinder. You're not going to get this L-shaped thing, right. which I think a YZ250 puts out 40 or 50 45, horsepower. yeah, 45 to 50 horsepower. And put that in the lightest yeah. road-going frame you yep. can build, and it would be something today, fantastic. To, just today, Yamaha released a new thing, um, a new ad, and oh, what the fuck did it say? But it, it, the, the, this word went this way, and this word went this way, and at the end of them was YZ. It was like, 
hmm. racing dominance or something hmm. like that. Interesting. Don't so they're that. teasing you that they're going to, yeah. Yeah, right. they're doing something, yeah. yeah. So the thing I noticed with this is that it looks like that that bottom cylinder should be, you know, facing straight forward and mm. the top cylinder straight right. up. But, it's but, not. If at, but if you look at the right. photo below, the airbox is almost perpendicular. That's what to I was the saying. So yeah. that one cylinder so is like a, like a V. It's like a V. Like, yeah. yeah, like that. It's, no, it's yeah. not a V. It's, it's, it's a that. It's an L. This one goes straight forward well, and down. Right, it's an L. But, but the, the carb, yeah. or, well, the fuel injectors are straight ahead. So that might Let's be... Look at this oh, picture right here. I'm assuming it's oil injected and I'm assuming it's probably oiling the crank Bridgestone style. Yeah. So that's where you're actually force feeding oil through the crank. Through the crank. Up the connecting rod and to the wrist pin. Yeah. That would make more sense for high RPMs and yeah. Super fucking cool. Uh, Super beautiful, man. Yeah, really, really neat. So now we're going to turn the channel to for our wealthy listeners only. No. So anybody else who doesn't, if you're not wealthy, you can tune out right now. There wasn't a price on that? No. Nobody, no, that was just fantasy. That was just like. It's like $9. Etherware. That was just, yeah, like that was nine, just nine or ten pure motorcycle porn. Okay. Zero Motorcycles is doing something insanely crazy, but I love them for it. Cash for carbon, because they're not want to call it cash for clunkers. Mm. Bring us your sick, your poor, your tired, your huddled masses of gasoline-powered motorcycles. If you bring us a insert name of motorcycle here, whatever it is, I don't give a fuck. And we say, I'm going to give you $3,000 trading on your bike, whatever uh, your bike uh, is. A 1999 Fling Poo 125. Yeah, exactly, whatever it is. Yep. So you bring in your 1999 Fling Poo 125. And I say I'm going to give you $800 for it. Mm-hmm. They will add fifteen. They're going to add 1500 to it. Wow. So whatever your bike is worth, or whatever we decide your bike is worth, they have a special form made for here, us at the dealers. And we're going to give you a fucking voucher for $1,500 additional dollars. So, what so if, if your bike is worth $1... Now it's worth fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred and one dollars. Now, what if you're Dan and you have a bike that's worth like twenty <coughs> grand sitting in your garage? You right. want to bring that in and trade yeah. it? Do they just give you a check for fifteen hundred and nah, the difference? Or? Well, this is the way they're doing it. So Zero has decided that in this time of weirdness, as it is, that they want to stimulate people into buying the new SRF and the SRS, mm-hmm. which they're building by by hand, bike by bike, for customers in Santa Cruz, um, well, Scotts Valley, Mm -hmm. and they have said that the dealers themselves, we can't get bonus bikes for our showroom, but if a customer puts a deposit down, they're building your fucking bike right now, Hmm. okay? (laughs) So their commitment is to the customer first. Customer bikes have priority. That's fucking cool. Yeah, you're 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 investing in the company. You, got you it. yeah, right, right. And so in a in a situation where the COVID rules say that only twenty percent or thirty percent of the workforce is allowed to be there, right. how kick ass is it that the guys that are there right. are actually hands on bikes building shit for you? Yeah, right. It's cool. Your bike's getting built, and we know this works because today we had a guy pick up his Black Forest edition that we know was one hundred percent built for him specifically mm-hmm. because he put his deposit down on that bike. That bike was not for a showroom use. It was specifically built for him, and it got priority. Pushed Post to the front COVID. line. Right. Post-COVID. During COVID. During COVID. Right. Built. A, a pandemic COVID built. bike. Pandemic right. bike. Yeah. A pandemic bike, exactly. So this is a program they just fucking launched. And I got to tell you, this is badass. Because yep. if you were thinking about getting an SRF or an SRS, which are the two bad boys, 140 foot-pounds of torque, 0 to 60 and 
It just happened. It was over. That was it. You missed it. Okay? <laughs> These things are fast, and they handle great, and they have the Bosch traction control system, like motorcycle well, control system. they do system. the distance. They're amazing. They got the range, every goddamn thing. But this is not the end of the story. You bring in, I don't care whatever bike you bring in, you get that bike's value and 1500 more on top of it. Hmm. Play that game any way you want. How complete does this bike have to be? That's a great point. It's anything the dealer's <laughs> willing to take. Yeah. Right? Even if the dealer says, I'll only give you 100 bucks, you're still it's getting... It's 1600 bucks. Right, you're still right. getting $1,500. If you were going to head down this trail anyway, but can I make it better? But wait, Phil, there's more. <laughs> there is. Right now, this bike has a 10% federal tax credit huh. on a $20,000 bike. So this $20,000 bike, or $18,999, $19,000 bike, has a $2,000 tax credit. So hey, you get your $2,000 on your tax credit. But what if you instead, your tax credit's $2,000, you get $1,500 more for this trade-in thing for a bike that maybe you went and bought for $50 nine minutes ago. Now you're at $3,500 off. Mm -hmm. But wait, there's more. In the world of zero, they make two different levels. They make the standard level and they make the premium level. And the premium level is $2,000 more than the standard level because the premium level has got twice as much battery chargers in it. So instead of a three kilowatt battery charger, you get a six kilowatt battery charger. And the premium level gives you the heated grips and the little baby windshield on the front or whatever, okay? But there is a $2,000 price difference between a standard and a premium. Okay. Not anymore. Now, check this out. If you order any charging device, charging devices with the tax credit are now a 30% cash or tax credit. Wait, Phil, roll that back. So if I buy the standard Model Zero at $18,995, and I take my $1,500 trade-in, and I take my uh, $2,000 tax credit, I'm getting you know $33,000 off, 10% tax credit on $18,995, so it's $3,400 off. But now I decide to buy the additional charger to make my bike from a standard into a premium, which would be a you know $2,400 investment or $2,000 investment if you buy the kit, because the kit to turn your standard into a premium is $2,000. You're going to get 30% of that in a tax credit. Well, 30% of $2,000 is 660 odd dollars, right? So how much is my zero? So this ends up, yeah, so you end up getting a premium that you built to spec for yourself. You end up getting a premium for like no shit, 16K, 15K, 16K. Wow. Well, that's less than a fucking SR. That's less than a DSR. That's less than any of their older bikes if you take advantage of all the weird shit that they got going on right now. So if you had a molecule of an idea that you're going to buy... I don't call buy, it weird. I call it fantastic. It's fucking cool. And I love these ideas where they have these stacking discounts that you can play the game and win. You can end up with a six kilowatt charger bike, which is super fast charging. All these level two chargers, they charge at just above six kilowatts. So you're using as much energy as they can put out, which is smart. Are they going to bring out a 20 year or zero APR? No, they're bring, uh, they already have uh, a seven year, a zero, uh, yeah, a seven year low APR. So you're taking this bike and being able to pay for it in seven goddamn years. Wow. Have you heard about interest rates right now? I know. Mm -hmm. 
This is a great time. This is a really good time to borrow a lot of money. Uh, So this program, if you're into zeros and you were thinking about getting a zero SRF or SRS anyway, right now, if you were considering that, you'd be stupid not to go buy a $50 motorcycle and take it to your dealership and get $1,550 for it. Because what, what does a motor like define motorcycle? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's up to the dealer. Okay, I've read the form very carefully. Does it have a title? Do, and and really, that's what it comes down to. If okay. it has a title, it's right. a motorcycle. And you know, Zero always has amazing programs. Like if you're a first responder, Steve was able to get how much? Did you get 500 bucks off. Yeah. So you got 500 off because he's first responder. Zero's super proactive with what that the fuck stuff. Are you a first responder? Well, you know what's because if the shit quits flowing, he's the first to respond to it. Right. I have a letter. <laughs> I'm a first responder. But you know, you on top of that, on top of it, what's kind of cool? They could have like just discounted the bikes, but their goal is to get a lot of smelly bikes right. off the road. So the well, and their goal is super smart. Their goal is to get fucking newspaper headlines. Yeah. Their goal is to get on the front page of you know Revzilla's fucking bullshit thing because cash for clunkers has a strong appeal. You mentioned Revzilla. Yeah. So a couple weeks ago when I was in Philly, we had a few minutes off of filming, and we happened to be by the Navy Pier. Yep. So I was driving around looking at all these fucking amazing giant, like you have no idea how big fucking Navy ships are. They're big. They're big. And then the aircraft carrier that they're decommissioning is fucking crazy. So we're driving around all the Navy Pier, and all of a sudden I come in, there's a Revzilla flag. Oh. And I'm like, what's this? And then I go, and it's the Revzilla main offices. And, of course, they were closed. But I give them credit. They had a half pipe. Uh, a 1971 Dodge fucking super cool hot rod in the backyard yeah. and some other shit. So it seemed like a pretty cool company, but yeah. they were closed, so I couldn't I couldn't, couldn't go, go in there and play yeah. around. Yeah. No, no half-pipe at Cleveland Moto. I know, yeah, no, I'm just saying, you know. No, just a fucking but, goddamn refrigerator oh, full no, of don't liquor bring and beer. Satan. <laughs> but but Satan right now. To, to the, the corporate gods that probably rule everything that yeah. they have to deal with, the half-pipe did have a chain across it. Oh, so you, you, you couldn't, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. That's just designed to fuck you up. Yep. But okay. at the same time, I was able to sneak into a bunch of Navy buildings and stuff that said government property. Yeah. It was fucking cool, It's man. very cool. Really cool place. Philly. Philly's, Philly's cool. The, the docks yeah. in Philly are badass. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm going to paint you a picture. Riddle me this. I bought a Honda Transalp for very little money because I've always wanted one. And uh, we did the fork seals, we did tires and tubes and all that good shit, and really spent a lot of time on the bike and having fun with it and getting it ready to, for me to own it. And I rode it around for a while, and son of a bitch, man, every goddamn fucking 30-some-year-old, 40-year-old bike demon just jumped out and fucked me in the ass all at the same time. Like, it took all the fun out of owning a historical vehicle. And I own a lot of weird historical vehicles. But every time I'd ride this bike... It was like, not today, pal. And I could ride it around like a pedestrian, and it was okay. Like, I could ride it like a pussy and just, it'd be okay. But as soon as I got it on the freeway and wring its fucking neck, it'd start, nah, fucking run out of gas, act like it was vapor locked. And that was like, it gave all the symptoms of a bike that has nine symptoms. Like, it's everything. It's like, I'm not getting gas, or I'm not getting spark, or maybe I'm not getting, I don't know, air. It was all the things that you hate to have happen to a motorcycle because you know it could be one of 400 problems. Well, look at that. That's a low-calorie beer. I haven't made this for three years. But it's been in the fridge, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So in case you want a low-calorie PBR. Easy. Yeah. So I gave up on the bike, and it broke my, it broke my heart to have a, 
a Transalp, but not have a Transalp that I could go out and Transalp on. Mm. And Transalp was on my short list of bikes I wanted to own someday. Oops. And so I got this one, and everything came together, and I had to bike. But then it just it, it fucked me over like three times on the freeway going back and forth to work, and I tried things, and I, I aimed screwdrivers at it, and I threatened it with harsh language. <laughs> and at no point did it ever, like, this is the problem. And I did a lot of shit to test it diagnostically. My final diagnostic move was to sell it to Steve. <laughs> and not me, that Steve. No, yeah. to Steve Hoffert. Because Steve had made overtures about this bike in the past. I love that bike, and I always wanted one, too. Exactly. Too, That's the we have the same disease. Yeah, I know. I swear, every bike you buy, yeah. I want so badly. Dude, and and you'll eventually get it. Yeah. I've wanted one of those forever, ever since when I was racing bicycles, and the, 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 the dude that rode, like, he was the referee and had the cameraman on the back of the bike, had a Trans Alp. I was like, really? I want that fucking bike, man. But anyways, yeah. So. Yeah, so uh, I'll pull the picture up on the screen so you can see the, what it looks like. The microphone is not in your face. I know, but I got to lean. I got to do what I got to do. All yeah. right. That's okay. Our listeners can deal with it. Yes. They're tough. They must. Our listeners are the strongest listeners of any motorcycle <laughs> podcast. They have to be. They have to be. <laughs> they got to stomach this shit for $10 a month. I think we define, <laughs> like, people always ask, like, why morons get to be YouTube famous. Right. And it's like, this podcast let you into the underworkings of that. Oh, I watched a YouTube video of some asshole who put like 26 or 10 gallons of SpaghettiOs in a car a gas tank. <laughs> and I watched this and this guy Okay, despite the obvious beautifulness do? that What's going to happen? Look. What's going to I watched happen? it and I hated myself for watching it. I checked myself. I did it. I did a whisk. Uh, I I gave myself a, a I give myself an IQ test afterwards. I, I lost 12 IQ points but just by watching one YouTube video. But the point is, YouTube bar is very low. Let me ask you this. Everybody at this table, how many hours have you spent watching some fucking dude in India dig down into the ground and make a palace underneath the ground with oh, water the in swimming it? pools? Yep, the, the swimming pools? Why is that become... Why, why is it a thing? My oh, I wife, think it's on Facebook. My wife, I never saw it. My wife came to Seriously, me. have it? I have not seen it. it oh, my God. Apparently, YouTube wants everybody to watch right. this. Yes. My wife came to me. She's like, oh, my God, you got to watch this. This is so cool. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, whoa, okay, what is this? And I'm like... It's a fucking dude. I've watched about a million of these. Right. <laughs> right. I, I got to say, I watch the entire thing every so, single so time. So for Steve that has not seen one. So in India or somewhere, the ground is so hard and dry right. that you can just, like, carve into it like right. stone. Right. So these dudes make, like, underground masterpiece they mansions. With, with, like, 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 with just, like, a little fucking piece of metal and a stick, right? Right. But they make this, like, thing where they're, like, they have lounges and a pool, and they go and the they Zen bring the temple. water and they pour it in there. But here's the thing. The, it's stagnant water. Right. After, like, three days, there's going to be fucking leeches and stink and yeah. death going on. And, like, it's just horrible. You think you're winning. You're losing. You're losing. Right. So that's Transalp. Uh, <laughs> so that's Transalp. We all love Transalps. For yes, some we reason, yeah. we all love Transalps. It's the very first of the Perry Dakar-style bikes, like that the TDM-850 a... and the Transalp. Yeah. They were there at the same time. If, if I hot... love the power delivery of that bike. Yep. I mean, I don't know what it is. It's, like, it's got... How many torques at right. zero RPM? And it's got the same torques. See where the arrow is right 8, now? 8,000 RPM. So this is where your testicles are. Mm. And then this is the hottest point on the machine right there. <laughs> so that's where all the heat goes. And uh, this well, idea was actually, this idea thing. was stolen by Eric Buell. 
So when he did the M2 Cyclone and he did all the uh, Buell bikes, he, he figured out a way to make it the same way that right. you could actually, and I had, I had legit second-degree burns. So I had really straight up on our Mexico trip, I borrowed a friend's uh, Ulysses, well, uh, Cyclone. Uh, it was Ulysses. It was the one with the clear gas tank. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I had this Buell that I was riding, and I was wearing you know combat shorts because you know shorts for combat. And the uh, after riding for like two or three hours, I was like, yeah, my my, my gentleman's region is very very hot and uncomfortable. And then I realized I had been singed oh, because wow. the amount of heat that was condensed and distributed at your ball sack. And no Motoguzzi <laughs> would ever do that to you. Motoguzzi's have the dignity to put all the heat out for the rest of the world to have. Right, right, right. But uh, this V-twin configuration on this particular motorcycle, and PC-800s have uh, space shuttles worth of cooling shields and uh, tiles and stuff that are installed on the motorcycle. Ceramic tiles. Right, so that it can go through re-entry without the, the operator but being if you, cooked. in the winter, you, yeah. if, you move, if you keep your knees in, yeah. it's cold. Yes. In the summer, it's perfect. Yeah, it is. But if you, in the winter, if you move your knees out yes. like three inches, yep. you get all the heat hits your legs. Oh, shit, it's yeah. perfect. If you're riding a PC-800 and your knees are gently open like you're manspreading a little bit, and it's like a 92-degree day, you will close your knees. You'll be amazed at how much cooler it is, tighter to the machine, than three inches out. But in the winter, you've got to keep your manspread. Yeah, you do. That's your built-in <laughs> uh, built man juice heaters. So I sold this bike to Steve for no money. Like, like uh, $1,200, I, I will say it. it. Yeah, so, I appreciate that, too. But, so, but, but here's the thing. So, yeah. like, this winter, when you're riding to the podcast yeah. and you're still wearing shorts, yeah. you'll probably be on. He'll have the right I'm not going to destroy that bike no, in the no. salt, though. It's a pretty good bike. And the, the best right, thing like, was, though, selling it to Steve. Would you consider destroying it in the mud, maybe? Yeah, no, that's destroy true. destroy it in the mud. Then it's got brand know, new good tires salt, on it. So. So. The, uh, the fun thing was, though, by selling it to Steve, I would know what was wrong with it. <laughs> I would eventually realize the error of my ways. And so, Steve, what was the entire problem with that motorcycle? So the same thing that happened to you happened to me. Right. It stalled on me like... Oh, the symptom wasn't going to change. Ten times. It, was, yeah. it dies. It loses one cylinder. You're riding along on the freeway. It loses one cylinder. Runs pretty shittily on a, the, shittily. the first <laughs> cil a, a single <laughs> cylinder and then dies. Right. And then you wait. It kind of, like, recuperates. And I've had this happen to bikes, so I'm very interested. Yeah. Well, well this no, is so, a really, so really good like tech five more miles or four more miles, and the same thing Pull happens over, over stop over a little bit. Fires right up. Yep. You take off, get out on the road, 70 mile an hour, you're doing good. Boom. And then all of a sudden, fuff, 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 fuff. Exactly loses, like you're running against. It loses one cylinder loses first. loses one cylinder. And yep. then it loses the second, and then you're done. Yep. So That's exactly right. So I I noticed when it was running that it, there was a lot of air in the in the. Uh, there was a lot of bubbles air, in the fuel yeah, line. In the fuel line. Because I had put the blue fuel line on so you could see everything. Right. I love and that diagnostic great, trick. Yeah. But I must say, though, that once I got it running, yeah. that thing was so dialed in, it's yeah. perfect. Well, I did the valve adjustment. No, you did everything. The valves I are mean, fine. Everything's that fine. That bike yeah. is so dialed in. Yeah. It's, it, it's wonderful. But, so but I, fuck I knew me. I couldn't make it so run right. It, it was acting like a CDI. It almost, it was like, you didn't know if it was fuel or if it was a, like exactly. one of the CDIs was right. dropping out. Yep. 
And so I was thinking, oh, maybe one of the like the second CDI was right. bad too. That's and what I thought. Yep. It was a heat a heat issue. Right. And when it got hot, the CDI would drop out. Because remember, we when we first got it, it was running on one cylinder, but not the other. Right. And the one CDI was bad. And the one these little igniters that Honda used in the late '80s and early '90s, these little tiny things are the size of basically the size of a Zippo lighter, and uh, they each have a plug in them, and they're not cheap. You can get them from Rick's Motorsports, and they work great. They're much better than the original article. And we had one of them was bad, and we moved it around, and we got the cylinders to fire based on moving that, that, <laughs> uh, that igniter around. So we did order in a second igniter for it. Then we had, boom, we had good fire on both cylinders. Bike pull like a freight train until I got exactly halfway between here and my house on the freeway. It was exactly like 20 miles. 20 miles, and the bike would just shit the bed. And yeah. it happened to me, like I said, ten times. Yep. Yeah. So I had it at work. I took. And I decided. Well, I was looking at the air bubbles in the fuel line, and I decided, well, it's got to be, it's got to be losing. F- I mean, I, I assumed it was losing. F- right. Prime yeah. or like, because because with one cylinder dropping out, and the other one running and then dying, it seemed like a fuel issue. And the only reason I knew that is because my PC. Not my PC, my uh, C70. Right. Had an issue with uh, buildup in the chamber. The fuel came in one side. The way the carburetor was built, it had a passage through the carburetor, and uh, the fuel came in one side, and it flowed into the bowl on the other side of the the carburetor. Okay. And that built up with like a a thin line of like carbon or something. Mm. And so it would run perfectly, but once you got up to 50 miles an hour, it would suck the bowl down and it yep. would die. And so and that was when I told you, I thought our float needle was set wrong. I thought I'd fucked up and set the float height wrong, and I was starving it out of gas. Right. and that's, Because I would pull off the side of the road. What do you do when you pull off the side of the road? You open a gas tank. You let air in in case you got a vapor lock. You cycle the fuel tap on, off, reserve, whatever. You pull the choke. Even though the motor's hot, we always pull the choke. And then we, we crack the throttle 50 times, and we stab the start button and pray to God. And sometimes <laughs> the bike starts and runs, albeit shitty, or shittily, as you say, and then you can limp it up the next exit ramp or whatever, or by then fuel flow is restored, the float is now full, the bowl is now full, and you can happily fuck onward, you know? Right, and so it could have been a number of different things. Right. But I drained the tank... I pulled the petcock off, and actually I didn't pull the petcock off. I pulled, it, so the on the screen off, there, I pulled, there's a, it's a stacked petcock. Yep. It's got a plate. Uh, yeah, it's got two plates. It's and now I'm going to tell you guys, look up at the screen. This is a $160 petcock. So fuck you. This is a horrible piece of technology. It is. It is a horrible this piece of technology. This is a vicious, vicious piece of technology. This is a thing that turns fuel flow on or off. And right. why does it cost $160? Do you know why? A, it could be a ball valve. It's it could a, be nothing. Right. You could stab this with a screwdriver of your choice so <laughs> gas flows out on the ground right. and your float needles will stop the gas flow when your floats get full. Right. right. This thing doesn't need to fucking be there. For the bike Especially to run the across the desert. Need to be there. I mean, I, exactly. I don't mind having a, a reserve just right. in case you run out. So this thing is a stacked uh, petcock. It's right. got the body of the petcock that goes into the tank with yep. the filter. 
It's got a, a secondary body that holds the fuel valve. It's like a fuel, uh, a diaphragm that... With a spring? With a, well, the, the, there's a diaphragm right. with a plunger that shuts the fuel uh, flow off. Right it's got a metal, uh, like a knob behind it. Mm -hmm. And then on the second, or in the first part, where the, the one that you see like closest to us right now, there's a... a That's a vacuum diaphragm. Vacuum diaphragm. Yep. But, and that, this is the big but, the biggest problem <laughs> is in this section... Oh, I mean, sorry. Yeah. This section right here... Right, that, that smaller center diameter. Yep. Has... Uh, a plastic check valve. In. Check valve. Yep. It's got a cap. It's got yep. an aluminum cap. Yep. With a tiny hole in it, with a Briggs and Stratton. Yep. Flapper valve in it. Yep. For vacuum. Yep. Uh, and so, so, if you've ever taken one of these fuckers apart, Briggs and Stratton slash uh, Wood. Walboro. Walboro. Wal yeah, it's Walboro. Yeah. Yeah. And, is it, is and that like that, like in like those Cox engines where the reed valve is just a piece of plastic? It's all it like is. A it looks, it's that, a yeah. cellophane. Worse than that. Worse than yeah, that. Yeah. It's a rubber flat gasket yep. that has these two little cutouts yep. that just flap up and down. Oh. And it's a fuel pump that's built into right. like huh. in, a, in a Walboro. It's, 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 that's yeah. a fuel pump. Right. right. So when I disassembled it, there's also a spring between the vacuum diaphragm exactly. and that cup that holds the uh, check valve in. That's right. So I pulled... Tear I, all I, that out. Tear <laughs> all of it out. Well, I wanted Put to it get, back together. I, mean, I really, I really, right. really, really attempted to get it working correctly. Right. Yep. But when I pulled... There's an aluminum cap that pushes into that, that end part that mm -hmm. holds down that gasket. So when I pulled that off, the gasket... They must have rebuilt it in the past. Yeah. But that gasket was slightly oversized so it was concave in that chamber oh. and it could not see wow yep. and so so what was basically happening is because of where honda decided to put the vacuum port to pull it back yep. it didn't have it's supposed to act as a check valve so it sucks and it blows at the same i mean it sucks and blows alternately he's not kidding so, so the airflow is going like the like going in and out. You're getting pulses. You it pulses. Yeah, exactly. So by that check valve malfunctioning, it was pulsing that diaphragm in there, pulsing the fuel valve like this. Oh, the wrong way. Yeah. And so it never really fully opened, and it never really. Go. I brought that picture closed. up so you guys can see it. A lot it. of guys, like a lot of the vacuum petcocks guys, were like. But they don't show it. Take see? it. Take it, take the spring out, see, throw that away. See, they don't show it. See, this right here, Right. see that little cap? Yep. That comes out. I know. Well, if you look at the diagram oh, on the right, yeah. so you look at this the diagram on the right, right that, yes, that's your, that's your culprit right there. Everyone thinks the big black thing on the right-hand side, the disc on the right, which is your vacuum diaphragm, is the problem. But meanwhile, if you look to the left, you'll take a look at that quarter-sized disc. That's your fucking problem. That's just a piece of metal, yeah. isn't it? And no, it's it's not even a quarter size disc. Yeah. It's half a penny size. Yeah. Disc. So you take a look right here. There's your exploded diagram of just the one vacuum side. So they use this vacuum side on a lot of different petcocks. And so this is the big problem: is the diameter of the threads on the bottom of the gas tank prevent you from using the lower grade, manual. inexpensive manual fuel taps in these particular bikes. So in order to get a fuel tap that works in these bikes, you have to to chuck out the big bucks. What year is that? 
Uh, it's an 89. 89. Yeah. Get a CB1 fuel tap. They're 30 bucks. Yeah. So what I ended up doing, which I don't like to do. I mean, I like to make things yeah. right. Right. Exactly. But I decided that I didn't want to spend 160 bucks on this right. thing. I took the, if there's an explode, I don't know if there's an exploded view of the, the fuel. So I took the, oh yeah, you just had it right. Sorry, dude. Uh, yeah, sorry. It's okay. I'll get it back. I'll get it back. You mean this one? Yeah. Yep. So Steve's so at the thing. What I did was, yeah. I removed the spring. Right. I removed the diaphragm. Right. I took this, the plunger that actually seals off the fuel. Right. And there's a little metal piece in here, too, that connects yep. the vacuum diaphragm with the, the uh, fuel diaphragm. Right. I flipped the fuel diaphragm 180 degrees Backwards. so it faces... Yep, it, so it faces the other it faces, way. And I removed the rest of this crap. Yep. And I left the vent and the, the diaphragm open, and I plugged the vacuum port. So it effectively just removed the, the, uh, the vacuum shutoff valve from the, from the petcock... So the petcock can now operate as a normal petcock. Yamaha had vacuum-operated fuel taps. Uh, every company in the late 70s and early 80s had these vacuum-operated fuel taps because the idea was if your dumbass couldn't remember to shut the taps off and you had a fucked-up float needle, you wouldn't end up filling your garage with gas, right? And, you know, owls wouldn't fall out of the air because the EPA was getting onto things. Nice. And if you take a look at... You know, the Yamaha particular example, it's got this block, this square thing with a plastic uh, Zytel nylon spacer plate and then a vacuum, literally a diaphragm, a square rubber diaphragm with a brass plunger that is actually fused into it. It is the most diabolical fucking thing. Well, these are all, they're crap. They're this garbage. Thing is crap. And I totally agree that if you get rid of all this stuff and just put an inline Briggs & Stratton fuel valve, one of those plastic ones with a red handle on it, Bob's your uncle. You're probably going to get home I have tonight. 20 of them at home if you'd like. They're one. cheap as chips. But my, my, uh... This my is the plan, worst way to fuck the cat. My first plan, okay, so when I took apart that, that, uh, that <laughs> check valve and I knew it had failed... I knew that it yeah. would not work because I got enough residual gas in my mouth yeah. to determine that, <laughs> you you know, that it was not functioning. Yeah, that it was not working correctly. So wait, wait. Your vacuum test device yeah. was your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and normally I have one of those pump ones, right. but I was at work and I didn't Yeah, you have just gave it a good suck. So yeah. I had looked up on the internet to buy those uh, one-way check valves yep. that they have in every car in the, every in the car late in the 70s. PCB valve, had yeah. had like yeah. 92,000 yeah. vacuum check valves. But in the long run, like I said, I just decided to disable it because yeah. who cares? I mean, I always shut off my, ch my fuel right. valve anyway, so But what these the things, these vacuum-operated fuel taps, when you look at nine hours of labor put into reconditioning one of these things in a $60 rebuild kit, or here's the part that's going to bust your balls, you say that thing looked like it was rebuilt it's not that's a brand new one i bought that brand new came out of the box oh seriously yeah that came out of a honda well box. then it was wrong yeah because that because fucking you know hung hing in china who built it did you know didn't have a great morning his uh, grades had come back his grade three paper had got rejected and his sister beat him up on the way to fucking his job at the honda parts factory so yeah, his life was tough that day, and he didn't put the fucking thing to right. Well, the together problem right. is, even if you buy a rebuild kit right. for that, yeah, that that small vacuum check valve yeah. is not included. No, in the of rebuild course kit. it's not in the kit. 
Yeah. Because you have to pry that you have to pry that little cap off, and there's a, you have to pry that whole thing off to get to that vacuum check valve. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it was an odd problem. Here's the solution like for you. I got the solution right there. There it is. If you spend more than two dollars on that, you probably got fucked. That's what I got on the trail hopper. Yep. And I, I, for a while, I thought that it failed and it was leaking gas everywhere. Look yeah. at And I took it off and put it back on, and it works. A CB1. I mean, and that's that. This is the same idea. nut. It's the same nut. Same size. nut as that. It's yeah. bigger. It's like a bigger, bigger one. Yeah. 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 There's no doubt that these little guys, those little red guys you saw there, those things are pretty rad. Uh, the one right there on the left. It's the furthest one to the left, isn't it? Yeah, what's that? That's a man. That's a CB1 petcock. Give me a second. Does the, the CB1 a has a fuel pump, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yes. What yeah. type of Throw fuel? that away. Really? <laughs> <Just> <laughs> throw that away. Gravity operates from the tank? Yeah, yeah, you really don't need a fuel pump yeah. in a CB1. So that's yeah. probably would fit on your tank, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, plus the yeah. knob would screw right into yep, that. Yeah, it sure would. Wow. Yeah, so that's got that fancy, high-fashion, giant, you know, glove-friendly knob the on the side of the gas the, tank. With these ones for thirteen ninety-eight, yeah, is the four-hole gas, well, what would be the four-hole gasket, I think it actually has more holes in it, is garbage, so they go bad after oh, yeah. But if you put the inline in it, you're fine. Right. You're well, these have threads on them, so these have threaded uh, velvedium screws. So you can <laughs> take off Chinese those velvedium skin. screws and pull the thing apart and grease the shit out of that four-hole gasket. It's the rubber. It's, it is the it's rubber in, garbage. It's like Indian-style rubber. Yeah, it just, it's Indian it rubber garbage. Yeah. So if you could get sure. a Honda one, I haven't been able to order a Honda one and put in there. Four-hole gaskets? Yeah, I can buy them by the bag. I got a part number for them. They it's, actually come out of the Honda Outboard Motor Catalog. So Ooh. Honda Outboard Motor Catalog has the four-hole gaskets. It's a weird one. I should bring yeah. it up here someday. They are weird. Uh, so... Go ahead. So I have something. Fire away. So you were talking about Yamaha a little while ago. We do, yeah. And I love Yamaha. I have my Yamaha Super Tenray. The Yamaha. And we've been waiting for a new Super Tenray. They came out with the 700, but we're like, okay, what are, are they do? calling that? The Super Severay? This maybe. Uh, okay. Super Severay. Okay. Okay. Like, for the rest of us, we're like, well, what's the new 1200 going to be, right? But Yamaha said, oh, you know why? what? Are you like an elitist? You need to have a 1200, 700 well, yeah, enough for you? No, I actually would love the 700, <laughs> to be honest with you. But I'm just saying, like, we were kind of like. More of an aficionado. It's, right. the, yeah. the, the platform hasn't really changed since 2012 yeah. or 11 or something. Right. So it's been yeah. whatever. It's been the same thing. But Yamaha said, you know what? We uh, There's huge adventure guys out there, but we don't need to do another one of those. What the world needs is a new Nikon. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck you. What? A new right Fuck you. So, so what Yamaha oh, is doing right now, they no said, way. we don't have enough three-wheeled <laughs> ATV front-ended motorcycles. Oh, no. We're going to bring out a new one. And here, Phil, take a look at this bad boy. No. There you go. What, what is that? Oh, no. That's science fiction shit. Yeah, that's, that's not even real. real. No, no, that's not, not real. That. It is. That no, is. that's a prank. No, no, it's not. No. They're, they're going, they're full We're looking on. at a computer-generated model. This is, is the patent, called? the patent applications for their it? next machine. What are they calling it? They they bought out. There was a company that made uh, ice uh, bear. Is it called an ice, <laughs> ice, ice bear? bear. Yeah, is it ice called the Nike twelve hundred? No, but so Yamaha purchased the rights to Brudo. I'm trying to Google this shit. The B R U D E L I Leanster in two thousand and eighteen. Oh, 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 oh. So they bought the rights to that, and they said, you know what, the B-R-U-D-L- world. B R U D L D E L B R U D E L I Leanster. Yeah, because here's the word. If you take what it does 
yeah. and add stir to it. Yeah, that's 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 quality. Mm. Right. Yeah. But I'm just amazed that all the things that are going it's a on brudelli. in the motorcycling yeah. industry, Yamaha yeah. was like, you know what, we need to plant our flag in more three wheeled vehicles. You know, I'm I'm just gonna say it because it needs to be said. More wheels does not make anything better. No. Ever. More wheels is not more better. It is never more better. But, but, our, <laughs> looking Bigger at this, better, and I will, I will, wheels. when I edit the video, I will post a picture. <laughs> yeah. Are they aiming at the Goldwing community with this thing? Well, I'm going to pull it up on the screen behind you because okay. you know what? Because fuck this thing. This is a disaster. <laughs> this is that shit that we saw at the yeah. AM Expo yeah. where a guy was putting giant wide front Double wheels on Harley Davidson. There it is. Right there. This is this true idea. Is like, oh really? I can dumbify any bike in the world. You give me the greatest motorcycle in the world, I can dumbify it. Yamaha working on another leaning trike. Look at this piece of shit on the bottom with the roof. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know what? There's only one thing fetishier yeah. than two wheels in the front, and that's a roof. So how many forks? How many uh, like? Like fork, well, you won't. Is it gonna have on when each you go side? To the, go it's four hundred and thirty-seven bearings Kelvin. Here, go up, go up to that middle thing right yeah. there. That 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 metal thing. No, that that yeah, wire that, wireframe that, drawing. That one. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's the patent. That's filing. disgusting. No, come on, dude. That I don't literally. Even know what that, is. that looks like you saw a Matrix movie, came home, and fucked up your Omega chassis Yamaha. <laughs> like, you know, they're selling a lot of those. And if you got spiders. that joke, you are truly a podcast Does listener. it even lean? Because it's got the, the two suspension. It uh, does. Like the, it's, oh, it takes all the shit from the lean I don't lean know what that is. No, this is the Brudelli. So this, yeah, is, the, the this, is, the, oh. this is the guy who drank way too much Chianti and was like, look, this is better. And I'm going to tell you, it's not better. It looks kind of cool, though. Yeah, but, well, okay, so now... Put, <laughs> yeah, but you're just fucking Camaro, That looks right? way cooler than the Yamaha. This is the 47th time he ate it. This is the 47th time he did this just before he got a mouthful of regret. Because I have done this on the Piaggio MP3. Oh, God. I've done this on the Piaggio MP3 and worked hard to get the back of that thing to fucking drift out. And yeah, I've but that was a Well, there, this is five feet wide. Again, if you want something five feet wide, buy a Honda Civic or a K car or some shit. <laughs> Don't buy a fucking motorcycle and make it five feet wide. I mean, clearly you're just ripped off yeah. the Yamaha yep. T Max tilting trike, which just might as well say MP3 on the side, because that's another answer to a fucking question <laughs> nobody Yamaha ever MP3. asked. MP3. Because you know what? Old fat lesbians should crash too. But, but seriously, as a company uh, owner. No, 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 go go click on that one that you were just hovering over. Which one? Uh, up a little bit more. Keep going. Tell me where. A little bit. That one. That one. That one? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. That looks badass. No, it doesn't look badass. <laughs> no, it, doesn't. it looks like a Berenstein Bears book about, like, you know, one bear on a <laughs> five-wheel motorcycle. Phil, Phil, the next time you have an MP3 in here. I got three of them back there right now. You know there's, what they're all dying of? Let's put Being Young, MP3s. Let's put Yon Youngster. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, I no, when it that. snows, put them on it. Exactly. No, but here's the thing. Oh so you're God. a business owner, right? And so you're selling all this stuff. You're like, Wow. I'm really selling a lot of these awesome Vespas. Right. And the Zeros are flying out right. of the shop. Exactly. And every small dirt bike that I can bring in is, is gone. Sold. Sold. But you know what we need? More right. three-wheel yeah. vehicles that <laughs> articulate in the front. There's Nick, people that are crazy for it. Nick, them, have you ever worn a condom? <laughs> Hell no, he hasn't. I mean, I'm not, Nick, 
if you've ever worn a condom and you know the experience of wearing a condom, you'll know that it's not, you know, it's not necessarily the exact best thing in the world, but it's what you have to do to deal with the situation you're presented with. You want to be responsible, so you wear a condom. And so condoms are generally very thin and they're very easy to use. And condoms worn correctly, they're generally great things. Now imagine if you took your condom and you threw it away and you grabbed that piece of Tupperware in the corner <laughs> and you put your dick into that. That's what riding an MP3 is like. All right? An MP3 takes all the motorcycling away from motorcycling. It's a fucking contraption of the highest order. It's a giant fucking nightmare. And I've never met one that wasn't crap. What about that picture? What about the, that the, picture? The second from the left. The second from the, the left. With the three bikes You mean where there's, there's uh, three of them in the road and yeah. two of them are yeah, lightly dying? One? Yeah. So we have one that's upright and erect, and the other two have been shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The stability lock is turned on on the one in the yeah, back. And like all weird. MP3s, the stability lock has, needs to be bled <laughs> on the front two, and they've fallen over already and damaged the vehicle next to them. <laughs> MP3 is some horse shit. And I'll, Wait, and I'll go out testify. Like that one looks almost like a, I mean, it, from that angle. Yeah. It looks like a sidecar rig without a sidecar. It does. Doesn't it? It looks like almost like the. Do you know what never line. made motorcycling better for me? <laughs> With. Right, I've never right, been on a motorcycle right. and said, "I'm so glad this is this wide." Quite the opposite. <laughs> Well, right, that's what exactly. was narrow. Steve rode yeah. my Steve rode my Super Tenry and was like, "This fucking thing's a pig. It's right. wide. It's, it's yeah. wide." Yeah. And it's like you. I pushed I the Moto Guzzi, the Moto Guzzi Eldorados with the giant California touring kit, yep. the luggage on it. It is wider than a Honda 600 car. It's <laughs> wider than anything I've imported from Tokyo in the past two years. This thing doesn't fit through most doorways that have two door handles. <laughs> like, <laughs> these things are fucking stupid. And then you tell me it's like the solution for that is a Can-Am spider that can fall over? Right. Fuck <laughs> you. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, yeah. though, is I look at non-articulating trikes like the Can-Am right. or, or the Polaris. Is it the Polaris slingshot? Slingshot. It's a car with... It's a car missing a wheel. I look at yeah. that, and I think that's the stupidest thing ever. Like, exactly. people are driving by with huge stereos, and that's dumb. So I basically, like you that. look at this but, well, picture of a VMAX. You yeah. look at this picture of a VMAX that somebody grafted on... Four A arms, yeah, and outboard shock absorbers to take away any bit of handling. Arguably, the V Max had no handling, mm -hmm. but you're going to take that little handling it had away and give it now a 62 inch track in the front. Well, look I don't... at the Tesseract down there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Tesseract. This is truly bears on wheels. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. fuck you. Uh, no. Yeah. You know I don't what? want that. I, I, don't I don't know about that, but I've seen pictures of like the the Ducati monster that has the twin fork for, or the twin wheel front end that has the the leaning built into it, and yeah. that looks yeah. interesting. Yeah. When know. one of those yeah. beats yeah. a normal motorcycle on right. anything anywhere, I will take yeah. more seriously right. and look at them. Yeah. Why yeah. not just putting a really big front wheel on it? Why hasn't anybody done that? <laughs> they do, really John. It's called a donk. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just mean like big and I was fat, thinking more like, know, like, oh, I was thinking like more Penny Farling type. That's, that's a donk, a Penny Farthing. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, 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 like just and just put a big radial oh, motor in the middle of it, too. And just slits. Jesse James your ass well, right no, out of town. We put, a big, we put a big fat wheel on the back. Let's put a big fat wheel on the front and have two big fat yeah, wheels. Oh, there you go. And with like four and four PSI, so you have a giant contact patch. A big contact patch. Yeah. Yeah. Just dark side that fucker right out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with your idea. I think your idea is absolutely great. 
and you should continue to sally forth with your fuckwithery as hard as you'd like to. Go gaily forward, but okay. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Enjoy your Honda and go gaily forward. The uh, there is there is a really like there's something evil. Ho! <laughs> there's something evil about the idea. That having more wheels... At least I'm keeping it to two wheels. ...is going to make your ride better, right. better you know? Vutana and I can tell you that the, the third wheel on that Euro more makes it not better. Not very good. No, and <laughs> and I just... I've never ridden one, and I've ridden plenty of Can-Am Spiders, and I've ridden plenty of MP3s, and I've ridden several ridiculous trikes. It doesn't feel like a motorcycle anymore. If, you're, if your goal is to ride some weird monstrosity thing that's weird, I'd way to go, mo- dude. I'd rather ride a mm. souped-up mobility scooter. You know what? And I, I, I one. was the biggest anti-proponent uh, for trikes, like yeah. Honda yeah. trikes and stuff like that before. And then I tried <laughs> Cinch's Honda, yeah. right. and I totally get it. Yeah. I don't I, I get understand it. it. What what is that? A big red? It's a, is big, it, red. It's a big red. It's a big red. Yeah, no. Yeah. But I mean, I was riding around super carefully at first, and I was like, "This makes no sense at all." <laughs> well, and we're then, gonna bring it out to Mini Ohio. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll, then I I, I got it on, onto like Overland? this this field oh. with some grass, oh. and I started exactly. leaning the wrong way, and it all made sense. Yeah, you have to do all the things wrong to make it work. It was perfect. There you go, guys. There you go. One bear on five wheels. There you go. That's where it's at. That's where it's at. Well, when I was in high school, I had a trike with, it was a Volkswagen Squareback back end. <laughs> oh, boy. And that thing was unruly. Unruly. <laughs> Did it have LSD? in the back seat. Yeah. That was right. the seat of yeah. the thing. It didn't have a back seat. It had one seat. It was three across. A couch. A couch. A couch. Yeah. yeah, a couch. And then if somebody rode with you, you had two people on the side. Did it have a solid axle? Oh, yeah, it would wheelie. Oh, I oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. but it would wheelie at work. Was it a solid axle or LSD or what? what how did it turn? Well, it probably would have just the stock wheels way. And a Harley front end. Right. Right. No, I know, it but turned like, barely. Right, just had the it stock Volkswagen transaxle. You gave it too much gas. All you did was go straight. Okay, yeah, that's what I was asking. Right. Because that's what I learned, you know, obviously on my three-wheeler. No, it was, uh, it was, yeah. uh, so what it you have was... to do is give it the gas, do a wheelie, go straight. When it comes back down, turn. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's exactly so how does you the, does the, you does, the the hunt, does your Honda right, have a go, solid guys. axle? Yeah. In the back? Solid There's axle. no differential. <laughs> no differential. <laughs> there you go. There you go. What the there you hell go. is that? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, you know what? what an MP3 is not. I just, safe I at just all. threw down. That is the that is the oh, royal God. flush right there. No. That is an MP3 with a tow pack kit. Unsafe. That speed. bike exists in the world. It's called Smurf. <laughs> oh. um, I've met that person. They have got a MP3, which is two wheels in the front and one wheel in the back. They've added a tow pack kit, so now it has five wheels, <laughs> and the tow pack kit has neutered the one thing an MP3 can do, which is lean. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's awful. Now, so it just pushes into everything. It's awful. (laughs) It wears out five tires faster than you can wear out any one tire. (laughs) Yeah. And the other thing is, you don't look the least bit Camaro when you ride it. Uh, Really? Yeah, people are very impressed by you when you ride it. People just all the time want to be more like you. Schmedley's has a special section for pulling in on one of those. Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. It's it's just a... (laughs) That's all it is. It's fucking awful. 
That kind of shit. Like, <laughs> do you get a support animal when you pull in? On yeah, that? exactly. Yeah, you know what your support animal is? A stuffed jackalope. <laughs> that's some shit that shouldn't exist either. Fuck that. That is a bad idea of a motorcycle. Like every time people do this shit, they're like, "I'm gonna do something nobody's ever done before." <laughs> it's 2020. If nobody's ever done it yet, that's your first fucking warning. Yeah. All right. Has anybody ever put an additional wheel on the front of an MP3? Oh, you mean to make it three wheels? the front. Yeah. I saw Metalpocalypse put a motorcycle and like five sidecars on each side. <laughs> I saw Macklemore take four goddamn Royal oh, Enfields yeah. and fuse them cool. together and make a chariot. That's, but I've never seen a, anybody dumb fuckery enough to put an extra wheel on top of an MP3. Because right. already, this is this is the cherry on top of the stupid Sunday. <laughs> the only thing I want to see with three is a chick. How I know that you are old and I don't want to talk to you is that you're riding this bike. Three boobs? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah I, I watched uh, See, it's Running Man. One wheel too yeah. few. If it yeah. had six wheels and it could lift it up the four outer wheels, wheels at oh, speed so recall. you could actually lean on Total two recall. wheels. Total recall. Thank It'd you. It would be like riding it. on a giant uh, roller blade. It's a horrible a idea. <laughs> okay. Oh, I do have to do a public safety announcement. Yes. Okay. So this public, this Topak company, um, uh, this Topak company that makes this kit, they make this kit and they do Topak kits for many different motorcycles. Off-road only. And this is a way that uh, people who can't ride motorcycles anymore because they're infirmed or what have you can continue to ride their motorcycles. Do they, they make uh, accessories for mounting oxygen bottles? or? Oh, you know they do. <laughs> or so, ventilators? Uh, the Topak <laughs> kit, uh, to kit is purchasable by this company in Illinois. And despite my initial interactions with them being pretty good, we had a customer with a Vespa GTS 300, a very good scooter that we love and kicks much ass, mm -hmm. insist on having a Topak kit installed to it. And we spoke with the folks at Topak and said, will you totally destroy, <laughs> gang rape, prison fuck, this beautiful, gorgeous beautiful piece of art that is a Vespa GTS 300. Yeah. Will you ruin this? And our customer's going to pay you to do it. And one of the beautiful things that GTS does is it handles like a beautiful, it, it's a really nice bike. And they said, Top, we're here from Topak and we can take the fun out of anything. <laughs> uh, and by making these landing gear that bolt to it. And the landing gear though, remember the landing gear system is fixed. It's there all the time. There's every every there day. There's no suspension. I ride to work every yeah. day on my bike, yeah. and I go to lunch, and I ride to whatever, and I do whatever. And every day, I come up on a lady on a Vespa GTS something. Is it silver? It's silver, it and she has the package, and it has a Cleveland Moto thing on the yeah. back of it. Well, it's in my shop right now. And she, it takes up the whole goddamn yeah, lane of everything because the outriggers are like fucking five feet on each side. It is. Yeah. It's in my shop right now. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Do you know why it's in my shop right now? No, because it doesn't work. Because the tow pack part, that part that you know, the customer spent thousands of extra dollars to have installed on the vehicle. But the person's an awesome person. She's she waves awesome. Every time. I love her to yep, death. Yep, yep, yep. And, and I, we built this bike. We, I drove this bike to Chicago, out to the suburbs of Chicago, so they could install this while I was in Chicago, and then load it up into a U-Haul and brought it back. Um, so this beautiful woman that, you know, she did this for her husband who was aged, 
and they they'd installed these car tires, these car wheels, on the side of this uh, Vespa, and uh, destroyed a beautiful, I mean, a truly beautiful motorcycle by putting these extra car wheels on the side of it. What does that do to rear traction? Because do they do they mount them so they're level with the rear wheel when well, it's loaded, or they like? are fixed, and right. then when you lean left or right. They have these strange hinges in them mm-hmm. that will allow the wheel to not go up into the fender, but come down a little bit. But so oh. what happens is they chew through tires like God's own. It's amazing how quickly they'll go through a trailer tire. And trailer tires are made of the hardest rubber on the planet because they don't have to corner. So this particular setup. Um, we had a problem right after we installed it. She's not a per- heavy person. Her husband was maybe oh, 150 yeah. pounds soaking wet. No, she's a normal and lady, yeah. They went out, and within two weeks of having this thing, they cracked all the welds. So these welds were literally a piece of eighth of an inch flat stock yeah. and another piece of eighth of an inch flat stock, and they had ed- edge welded them, mm. okay, which doesn't hold for shit. And they had lousy welding and lousy penetration. And they do this all themselves. And I'd taken photographs of it and said, look, this is where your welds failed, where you did a 90-degree buttress weld on these two pieces of steel and then the leverage of the bike leaning against Mother Nature because bikes aren't meant to fucking do this, right. cracked all the welds. So we took and we ground everything down and we had a professional welder, a guy who welds you know, five-second you know, race cars, weld this correctly and he reinforced it with big gussets and everything else and he really fixed the problem you need beautifully a on that kind of yeah kind of you need a gusset he put gussets into it and topak would not compensate her one nickel wow. for her fixing the problem that they and built that, and that's crazy because welding like 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 i can buy a welder at harbor yeah. freight and call myself a welder right but then there's welders that like Weld 36-inch gas pipes that have to have two inches of penetration. Exactly. And they know how to fucking weld. You got it. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so when this was done and we had our first failure, which we fixed for her, I said, look, I love you, but don't ever bring this thing to me again. I told you that this was a bad idea. I told you we were against this from the get-go. And now you can see where it's dangerous, and I think it's going to bite you in the ass. So I would recommend selling this. Well, her husband died. And the oh. husband died. He passed on because he was 1,000 years old. Yeah, they're not young and, people. Right. Take it off. And she's 40 years younger than him. So I said, take it off. Let's so make she's it like into- 94 at this point. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. I was like, take it off. Let's make it back into a regular bike again because you're not infirmed and you can operate this thing. Right. And she's like, nah, you know, it's fine the way it is. I like it. And I'm like, well, I've seen you going down the road and you're in a perpetual state of leaning off the bike. Oh, yeah. Because mm. the bike's all jacked up. Well, it turns out that Topax system had single-handedly destroyed the frame of her Vespa oh. and destroyed the motor of her Vespa because this thing bolts to the motor in a scooter oh, is a whole swing arm that's assembly. That's why it's now back here, and I haven't seen it. And that's why it's in my oh, shop right now. Wow. And I pulled all the Topax shit off of it, and we tried. We pulled it all apart, and we looked. There are holes in the frame that are ovaled out that are supposed to be 14 millimeter. They're 39 millimeters. Just Holy from God. the bending. They're just ovaled out. Holy and then crap. the motor itself, the swing arm assembly in the motor, what the tow pack mounts to, is all cracked on both sides. It's destroyed it because these are not load bearing for linear application of force. Right. Right. The bike is meant to lean. The bike is not meant to resist leaning. The bike is meant to lean. Right. Well, if anything, you're putting a huge amount of torsion. torsion. Load. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. And if you look at that, which was designed by God's own hand in Italy to lean like a son of a bitch, and you <laughs> prohibit it from leaning, 
the thing that you're fighting the lean with is going to explode. Yes. Your face. Yeah, my face? Okay. It's yeah. put on wrong? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. So there we are. So that's what that is, and that's what we're looking at, is that tote pack kit is a fucking nightmare. So uh, she did the right thing when I told her the cost of replacing the motor and replacing the frame. Wait. Isn't that replacing the whole bike? Yeah. yeah, yeah she yeah. decided she'd rather replace the whole bike instead, and she downgraded to a 150, which fits her perfectly. We put yeah. a lowering kit on it. Thank you, Scooter West and Robot and all those guys out there. Um, we put a lowering kit on the bike, and it fits her perfectly, and she rode off yesterday. She fucked off into the sunset. She called us. She got home. She loves her bike. So what color is it, and who should I be waving it? She's wearing a, gr- she's wearing a green bike now. It's a okay. green touring edition Primavera. Okay. And cool. she's... Diane's awesome. She's a sweetheart. Well, I mean, and, I yeah. saw that bike every fucking day. Yeah, my way absolutely. To like she yeah. rode that fucker. Well, every and you'll day. see behind us right now. What do we see over there? Oh, a monstrosity. We see a sidecar being affixed to a Vespa GTS 300. Because oh. again, I've tried to be the voice of reason, but old <laughs> weird fetishy people just won't stop demanding things. <laughs> and again, this is like that sidecar we put on the buddy scooter. God damn it. We all rode that thing around. That thing was unsafe at any speed. It was a death trap at 10 miles an hour. But there's this compulsion people have to like, I have a motorcycle. I must add wheels to it. I must ruin it. Yeah, I must ruin it. Just That's get it. A car. If you want to add wheels, <laughs> buy a car. Buy a fucking car. Put a trailer on the back of it. Everybody will be happy. Get yourself an 18-wheeler, and all that fetishy shit will go out the window. <laughs> right? Yeah. Congratulations. You win the fucking lottery. You got an 18-wheeler. We'll name a dog park after you. Yeah. Well, then, they want, then they'd want a 19-wheeler. Well, of course they would, because it's that whole thing about well, being at the well, coffee the shop. and being like, yeah. right. package for the what, 18-wheeler. Right. So when you have an 18-wheeler yeah. and you're driving it, what is the thing that you're using called? A steering, a steering wheel? wheel? Oh, so it it's is a 19 wheeler. Wheel. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. And it's got a fifth wheel in the back too. So there's wheels all over that fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, that's bears on wheels again. So if you're if you're if you're into very low, uh, if you're into very good books for the average uh, four year old, it's called Bears on Wheels, and it's a Berenstein Bears series. Uh, this is. Oh, I was, I was just gonna say I don't think any of either of those solutions are the are the right solution. That's too many wheels and then too many bears. Again, so this book takes you through everything you need to know about sidecars. Mm-hmm. I know that we have the sidecars by book George. We sell it here for all of our sidecar operators. We sell that book, but what I should really sell them is Bears on Wheels by yep. Berenstein yep, Bears yep. because it does tell you everything you need to know about riding motorcycles and adding wheels. And it turns out what you'll learn is two is the right number. This is two a, bears, two wheels. This is a crucial time. Two on two. It is 1040 p.m. on yes. July 9th. It is. Which would have been Thursday night at Mid-Ohio. That's right. Mm. How how many people and how ridiculous would, we, would things be right now? If, oh, well, first of all, we'd have our, we'd be clean and showered because we had that, those things last right, night, right? Right, right, right. Um, we would be well into our supply. Because we'd be oversupplied. At this point, a lot of the motorcycles and misfits people would have shown up. Yes, right. absolutely. Right. All right. of our podcast listeners who are good people and have a booth space and stuff and know to get there on Thursday night right. would be right. there. Right. Sticks we, of dynamite would be going off. We'd be oh, having yeah. sticks of dynamite going yeah. off randomly. We would have cracked into the top shelf Walmart coconut rum. Yes, we would. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we'd be doing blender drinks, probably. And Phil probably would be... Doing a burnout with something on fire at this no, point. We, we, well, yeah. that would be usually Friday night. Well, no, we're getting yeah. to almost 11, though. Yeah. You're usually pretty upfront about getting that yeah. you know, started. We do like to Get start things way. up going right yeah. quick. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. So yeah. Mostly so, it would just be hanging out, drinking beer, yeah. 
bullshitting, right. watching the fucking shit show parade go by, yep. listening mm. to the fucking bikes being fucking doing. Dude, you know what we'd be doing? We'd be doing that flashlight walk. Oh yeah. Where we try to see the bikes that are still on the trailers yeah. that ain't been unloaded yet. Yeah, yeah. And be like, yo man, what do you want for that ST five hundred? Yo man. What do you want for that BW350? The ST90. Yo, man, uh, that ST90. Yeah, that CT110. How much you got to have for that? Yeah. 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 What's, your, what's your price right now, man? I'll take it off the trailer for you. Yep. Yeah. That's what it is. Thursday night is all about buying from other vendors. Yep. Thursday night is like, this guy had no idea that a TDM850 was a cool bike. And it's hot right yep. now. And yeah, that's and exactly it. it. Yeah, yeah. And we, we do a lot of our aggressive buying on Thursday night. So you yeah. come up on the trailer that has all the uh, the old school monkeys. You're like, yeah, yes. no, you're late, dude. Yeah, you're late. Yeah, you're Sorry. way late. Yeah, you get one trailer that's got 47 CT70s on it, trail yeah, 70s yeah, on you're it. You're a little late, <laughs> and dude. You're like, whoa, man. With three grand on all the on price all tags. of them. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, anything on the trailer, three thousand dollars a piece. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the way it goes. So yeah, that's what we'd be doing a year ago yeah. if if we didn't have the COVID. We'd be doing that shit right now. Yep. But we're not, so we're doing a podcast instead. Uh, that's it. Anybody else got anything else? Well, hold on. Dan, didn't you bring something? Dan oh, shit, brought that's right. Show and tell, yeah. Dude bought a, brought a fucking pimp stick. Pimp sticks. Pimp sticks. Uh, it's an uh, interesting thing. It's uh, for detailing your motorcycle for people who actually wash them. <laughs> so it, I wouldn't it, know that. Nobody here we needs this at about. all, but anyways. So it's, it's basically a set of aluminum rods. All right. Different angles, plastic tips. And the aluminum rods so for are our coated podcast with- listeners, for our podcast listeners, so they know how many X's are in pimp sticks. Because they're going to look this up. They're going to look this up on the Googles. Oh, mm, I think two. Or, oh, shit, I was wrong. How many X's are there? 19. No? XXX. How do you, how do you spell X. it? How do you get to the website for this machine? Look behind you. Oh, there you go. There you oh, go, my friend. There it is. Pimp sticks. Three X's. Three X's. There's going to be vaginas involved. Oh, my God. Well, you know what happens with three X's. Rated X the unknown. Absolutely no one admitted. So, Dan, have you used this product? I have not, but this company is owned by a friend of mine, and he gave me this set. They're made in the U.S. The aluminum sticks are, are coated with rubber, so you can't scratch your bike. But if... So, this is something I learned this week. So last week on Friday, me and Dan and and his buddy Dan, yep. Dan, we went for a ride and it was a great it was a great afternoon of riding, and so we went back to Dan's house and Dan's like you've seen my blah 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 one seventy five and you know about my blah 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 fucking thing and and this is my BMW that I'm riding and I'm like yeah he's like have you ever seen the thing underneath this cover over here and I said no I haven't seen that thing underneath the cover over there so he opens the cover. And he has, what year is it? 64. A 1964 Triumph Bonneville with two miles on it that's been restored to fucking, like, like, there's not a museum in the world that wouldn't pay to have this fucking motorcycle in their thing. And he's like, yeah, I'm thinking about riding it soon. I kind of got it. And I'm like, holy (laughs) fuck. Fuck, motherfucker. So, like, you have a reason to have pimp sticks because you have the cleanest 19-whatever. <laughs> right. Like, like, I, like, and he was like, okay, cool, whatever. And so we had to go downstairs, and then we, then we talked to his buddy from Alaska, Alaska. that, like, 
rides his Harley 40,000 miles every two years oh, or something, wow. which is really yeah. cool. But anyways, so I'm still, I have a moto boner. I can't even walk down the steps because my <laughs> dick is like smashing into all this stuff. So like Dan is always the quiet guy sitting here, but he has the right. nicest bike I've ever seen. Ever on the planet. In my yeah. fucking life. It definitely it looks better than it did probably when it was brand new. It did not look that good. Dude, <laughs> seriously, can you tell people like, what do you, like, the, it's been a completely frame up every fucking nut and bolt, every bearing, every everything has been polished, stainless steeled. I mean, it's fucking... Well, the problem is that the restoration is 100% as it was as original, which means right. it's got all the flaws they had yeah. when they built them to. No, it's fucking beautiful, dude. It's, it's the like, way it left the factory. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've been to many museums. My wife loves museums, and we go to museums, and we check out artwork, and I'm, like, blown away. I'm like, wow, that's a masterpiece. But I went to your garage, and, like, unbeknownst to me, after we rode and did all this stuff, you pull off this cover on a fucking Monet. Like, it's fucking beautiful, dude. Like, like. Wow, like this pimp sticks reminds me like what would happen if a Q-tip and a uh, uh, a Z tool like a, a a Slim Jim a car braking and entering tool yeah had a baby yep and it's it's literally it's like it's a Z tool for breaking into cars except for your cleaning things but seriously how many people here knew that Dan had the king of all fucking vintage bikes just I, chilling I in think his I drive? heard him mention it once yeah. before. Yeah, he's, really? like, he's one of those guys who's like, yeah, I got a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll ride it someday. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Please what do you got there? I got a motorcycle. I mean, yeah. the dude lifted the yeah. fucking cover off of it, and the dust, there was one piece of dust, yeah. and it was like going to land on it. It was like, ah! and it just fucking yeah, moved. Fucked <laughs> yeah, fucked off. <laughs> he was like, fuck my head. I don't deserve to be I'm on this. I'm not going to land on this bike. No. So it's crazy. So how does... The cleaning products stick to the end of the wedge. And how did you get this bike? This is <laughs> <laughs> screw the tool you want. To the talk bike about that here. I'm going to have to clean if I actually ride it. Right, yeah, you know. right. Well, you have the perfect tool for it. Well, you know, I was in the market for a '60s Bonneville for forever, yeah. and you know, of course, everybody either wants yeah, way too much for them, right. or they're you know buckets of parts that right. you got to sort through and try to put it back together. And I mean, I just I decided to stop looking and just start talking to people. And this bike fine found me. I got a Facebook. This is the best part. From, this is the best part of it. Listen to this. This is fucking crazy. Go ahead. I got a Facebook message one day from a friend of mine. Uh, you know, I probably met the guy like twice on the West Side ambush rides. Yeah. And he's like, dude, you said you were looking for a, a vintage triumph. And a guy I work with's father has this awesome sixty-four that he wants to sell. Here's his number if you want to call him up. And so yeah. just you know, it just happens. T120? Just random shit. T one twenty. T one twenty R. Yeah. And I mean, I called the guy up, and he's like, "Yeah, this a buddy of mine had this restored like ten years ago. Sat in his dining room for ten years. He had it restored. He never wrote it, dude. The this two code... miles are from the restorer. Wrote you know test miles. Right. Wow. So, Is dude, it a gold one or a gold. Gold one. This this COVID virus the COVID virus was floating by and it saw the bike and it was fucking petrified and it just left. That's how amazing. Like I'm not kidding you, dude. Like Dan is a very low key dude. He's always has been a low key dude. But like he brought out like he was like, have you ever seen fifteen thousand gold bars sitting together in a garage somewhere? And I was like, holy fuck. Well, there's the, no. there's a picture of what they are. It's uh, the T120R is. I mean, it's just one of those bikes. It's the bike that it's everybody fucking, wants, man. It's fucking beautiful, yeah, beautiful is what bikes. it is, man. Yeah. yeah, they're gorgeous bikes. They really are. And the gold and white, obviously. So. What do you take for it? 
Yeah, what's the lowest you'll go? He has to less than two miles an hour. Wait, you have not ridden it yet, right? I have not. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yep. And I was like, it has not been driven since it was restored. What ten years ago? Well, it's yeah. going to need so, a carb clean. Well, it's going to need no, a carb No, there was no gas in there. I'll give you 150 bucks for it. I'm going to have to put about 2,000 in it just to get it going. I'll bet you those tires are dry rotted, too. <laughs> right. so and it I, smells like an animal's pissed in your airbox, so. <laughs> when I bought this bike, it had ne- never had fuel in the fuel right. tank. Yeah. The engine was drained of oil. The transmission was drained. I had to put oil in the <coughs> Oh, oil, that's no good. Fuel it up. <laughs> you know, turn the petcocks on, and the, right. and the carbs are seeping fuel pretty bad. Yeah. And, like, you know, I'm... You bought a 55-year-old brand-new bike. Right. Yeah. Well, it sat for 10 years after it was restored. Right. It was never ridden. Yeah. So the seeping got a little better yeah. after a while. So, oh, yeah. you know, let me just try to start it. Turn the ignition on. Hit the ticklers of the carburetors. First kick. First kid. Just wanted to ride. And it just, yeah. and it's, it's it loud enough that it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen. Right. Are you take it around the neighborhood just right then? Just no, and I just, I don't know. It's like I. Dude, this bike, I almost punched him and rode it. <laughs> <laughs> Serious. That's how it fuck. It's beautiful, and I, man. I had a feeling beautiful. it wasn't running right, though. It just didn't sound right. And my buddy of mine who knows British bikes verified that it's like it's idling way lean. Yeah. We tried to adjust the, you know... Oh, yeah, I was going to say, it's British, so if it sounds like it's running right, it sounds like it's not running it's right. It's probably not running right. <laughs> exactly. If it's running, that's running right. right. Also, when he, first right. Turned, <laughs> when he first turned it on, his garage door opened, and he hasn't still figured <laughs> that, that out either. That out either. <laughs> that's it. And all the little gnomes keep showing up. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> nothing. Gnomes and fairies well, in you know, the garage. You, don't have, you know it's carburetor. You don't have to worry about the electrics. That's yeah, true. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never get to that problem. Even your garage door opener doesn't work. Prioritize anymore. your problems. <laughs> so, That's it. So Other be- things in this garage have stopped working. <laughs> now the TV remote doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so before before people leave and they don't yeah. realize we're actually serious, are we seriously blowing up your fucking house on Saturday? Your other house? I'll do it. Oh my god. Oh, wow. we're doing oh, it. I'm go. into it. I'm in. I'm yeah. I, I'm like I'm like committing. Yeah. I don't I'm see like, any reason why I couldn't. I'm doing a wedding on Saturday, but if I get out of there early, I know where your place is. So, it's okay. Yeah. You can just... <laughs> so if if, I if go, it's Joe Hangosh's wedding, I, you're not getting oh, it. Oh, and do you know who's doing the food? Porco. Porco. Oh, okay. You know oh, who's doing not, the booze? You're not going yeah. to yeah. Yeah. You won't so be there. Phil will not okay. be there, yeah. but if I go and buy fireworks after work tomorrow... I'll I might be there Sunday morning for shooting, Annie. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll have a get a, a meeting... On this, once we're done with the podcast. Sunday morning, oh, yeah. Sunday morning, I might be there for, you know, eggs and bangs. Yeah. So See what happens. Well, everybody's gonna be loosened up, so it'll be yeah. easy picking. Figure it out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And I got to go to Warbag already. I can yeah. just yeah. show up and have five thousand rounds ready to rock and roll. So there we, can, you go. we can have some fun. All right. And I and I actually have got an AR-15. I have not fired around through. Oh, bring so it. I, I got at least boresight that thing. So that sounds yeah. like we need to have yeah. a, a, on Sunday. There yeah. needs to be. Bloody Marys oh. and Air 15. Mm. Well, I think that's a great combination. Well, that's a beautiful fucking way. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Cool, man. On that, guys, ride fast and take chances. Two hours and 25 minutes.